Hello, welcome to another week of the old drop frames. This week, I don't know why I said it like that. This week, we can actually talk about games, though, and not watch uh, two hours of <laughs> a conference. Uh, so we can see how that goes. Uh, we've also got a handful of news to talk about. Uh, some streamers changing platforms, which uh, has hit this morning and yesterday and potentially more uh, this coming week. We'll see what we think about that. Before we get to all that, uh, we do want to talk about uh, today. Well, and kinda... I just, I just want to have, I have a oh, short okay. announcement. Zeke's going to interrupt it. I just, I just want to say, guys. <laughs> Zeke's going to D. I'm out of here. I don't know. Here. He's going to D. It's a platform I'm called going D. To, uh... No, it's, it's absolutely, <laughs> you, you, shut up. It was, okay. a, it was a good bit. Yeah. I liked it. Going back. <laughs> it went back. It, this is, this is bit rate, isn't it? Right here. Probably bitrate. Probably, yeah. Oh. Yeah, let me... Oh, yeah, that's definitely bitrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, you're down to... Uh, oh, uh, 70 kilobytes of video. Ooh. Very strong Ooh. video today. Uh, nice. You're going to shrink, too. I can deal with that here in just a sec. Oh. Yeah. It. The resizing of the video is hilarious. Okay, quick. JP, mirror me. Quick. Mirror you? Uh, okay. <laughs> Copy and mirror. Enhance, JP. Enhance. I mean, that's oh. mirror. Oh. You need to add me with the... I don't know what you mean. <laughs> mirror is just going to flip the center of it. Mirror, you have to you have to copy and mirror so that I can just have two halves. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's a little bit more involved. You that didn't say copy. You just said mirror. Those That was a failure <laughs> of instructions, not of That execution. was a failure of instructions. Absolutely. <laughs> Double and mirror the next time. There we go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll fix the bounding on the, uh, on the box here while we're, while I'm doing that, uh, I think in all three of our titles, and I think if you've been on social media over the past couple of weeks, uh, you've seen the hashtag Twitch do better. Uh, there's another one today kind of at the same, uh, in the same tweets of a day off Twitch. Um, I think, is there a third one that they're also adding in today? There might be a third, uh, hashtag that's a part of that. I think as well. those are the two big ones. Yeah. Uh, hashtag a day off Twitch is specifically to bring awareness to the Twitch do better stuff. Gotcha. So I, I believe that that they're identical, essentially the same, but the day off Twitch thing is its own kind of beast as well. The other one was uh, hashtag sub off Twitch was the third one that they're adding. Cause I think Streamlabs oh. has a tool ah. now where you can uh, subscribe completely outside of, of Twitch. And I, I have very little understanding of that, but I don't think that Streamlabs is taking a cut of that i think yeah yeah it's basically just a, it's a reoccurring paypal tip yeah uh, i've had a web sub system on coalition.com since before i had a sub button yeah it's essentially the exact same thing right right i know a, a handful of other streamers as well uh you mm -hmm. utilize their own subscribe off twitch uh methodology but anyways uh we want to discuss a little yeah. bit of uh the hashtag before we move on but zeke where are we gonna add him no i i think it's probably a longer discussion but like if I if I were Twitch, as far as like subbing off Twitch, like I would do something about that, you know? Wouldn't wouldn't you? Like if you were a business and you're like, these other third parties are are getting money from our platform because that's where all the the show is happening is on our platform, right? But the money is coming in from somewhere else. Like I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying great. Hey, this, I, I'm this all is for same... like 100 always make your money. I'm right. always about that. But this is the same argument that has been said basically since people had PayPal donation tip links. 
So like the, the idea is, okay, Twitch got the cheering system with bits. So why aren't they now shutting down any, you know, PayPal links and stuff? And the short answer is, I don't think they can. Yeah, they uh, really a lot. I think there's, I think there's a lot of legal stuff there where they can't do that. If you, if you are working for somebody or you are, you are, you know, in, in contract with somebody, I think it would be kind of not really too kosher if in your contract you said you can't accept money from like any other output. You know what I mean? Like it's especially considering streaming and how there are lots of very different ways of income. They would have to have like an approved income list and then you'd have to sign that. And it would, like, get it would just get, it would get real messy okay. real quick. So I think the short answer is there's two things. First of all, I don't think they can really do that. But second of all, I think if anything, it's up for Twitch to start dictating value to their sub program. Like, you know, if you don't sub on Twitch, you don't get the emotes, you don't get uh, potentially more more ch uh, of the channel currency if the streamer has that on, like you don't get any of the emotes, um, you know? So, I mean, there's there's a value to subbing on Twitch as opposed to not subbing on Twitch. Um, but at the same time, when it does support the caster more to sub off Twitch, which has to establish value to the sub program to make people want to use that instead. Yeah. And that is on them. Yep. Right, right. And honestly, like, I, I know that may have come across to some people who don't understand what I was saying, like, come across poorly, but playing the devil's advocate is, like, how we understand, you know, the the good and bad, the pros and cons of things, you know? Yeah. If you play yeah, the totally. other side, you know, yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Kid's walking in. <laughs> Kid's going to go deal, uh, <laughs> or go talk to his kid wandering into the room. Uh, no, I mean, you're absolutely right. They, they would, as Coase said, you would have to, uh, <laughs> you'd have to include it in the contract. And I think any, uh, any creator that read that and realized like, oh, so I'm putting all my eggs in one basket and I can't contractually go outside of that basket, probably wouldn't sign, sign the contract. Yeah. Um, but on the, uh, the, the adverse of that, the, or not the adverse, but the, the, the big reason why that's a, a deal is, <clears throat> I think, where a lot of the the ground to be made from, you know, hashtag a, a day off Twitch is going to be subbing off of Twitch, right? The second that you say, I'm not going to give you a share of my revenue anymore, and I'm going to go outside of, of Twitch to collect said revenue, um, that's where they could potentially start, um, you know, doing more. Uh, essentially. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I think Twitch is obviously, if you go and, and look at their, uh, their social media right now, they're, they're saying goodbye to some creators, uh, which we'll get to here in the news and, uh, in just a little bit with, uh, Tim and Lupo, that's kind of been their, their big thing, uh, the past couple of days and, uh, Co's back. So let's, let's talk a little bit about the, I uh, sorry. No, no, no problem. <laughs> no problem. I can't, you, you remind Ties me up that. from his nap, by the way. Oh, just okay. You know, just wanders yeah. in, just wanders in. Reminds me of that CNN, was it CNN? Some news uh, anchor where the kid walked in and he saw the mob scrambling by. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Um, but uh, I saw a story on Twitter. I don't know like who it was or whatever, but someone like, someone's like, my kid came in and said, change my diaper, motherfuckers. That's like, that's what I, that's what I picture Coe's like kid coming in just like, Oh, Coast House is not like he is on stream, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. all of his kids just run the house in a lot of ways. Uh, 
But let's talk about the uh, the hashtag and, and kind of talk about a little bit of what this social media movement is today and why so many creators are taking uh, today off. I, I think, Ko, you uh, were live earlier, uh, and I think we the three of us talked about it um, really the past couple of weeks in terms of how we would, uh, you know, handle the messaging on our own platforms today and if we were going to stream today. Um, and I think ultimately we kind of all decided that we would be doing more from an awareness point of view if we went live today rather than not going live and just having our social media presence kind of hopefully carry that message to as many people as possible. So with that, yeah. Co, I, I know you're um, more, like I said, into the actual, uh, more aware of what's actually happening. So I was going to let you introduce yes. it. Now, let me let me start as I have pretty much all the things I've said about this. We are three cis white guys. This does not affect us. What you should do is you should go to Twitter and you should look for the hashtag Twitch do better and you should look and listen to the people this is affecting. Mm -hmm. So please keep in mind what we are talking about right now. It says this is really not about us. It's about them and it's about what's going on. So basically here's the deal. Um, there are currently these things on Twitch called hate raids. They're abysmal. They're done by terrible people and they're frankly just absolutely horrible things. Basically what happens is bot folks uh, botters are getting together and they are getting marginalized groups, personal information, including their home address and things of that nature. And they are then flooding their chats with literally death threats, uh, homophobic and racial remarks. They are literally saying like, go kill this person and then post their actual address. And these attacks will happen multiple times in a stream. It'll happen sometimes for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of accounts. And sometimes it is to the point where it is to streamers that simply don't know how to deal with it. Uh, it is absolutely terrible stuff, but arguably the worst part is that it's been going on for weeks and weeks and Twitch really hasn't done anything to any sort of meaningful level um, outside of some like basic PR stuff to try and stop it. So this has started the Twitch do better hashtag and um, that then fostered the well-intentioned hashtag day off of Twitch, which is where they were asking casters to today not stream on Twitch. Now, I just want to make it super, super clear um, that I believe I speak for all of us when I say that we are 100% behind Twitch Do Better. Um, this type of stuff is horrible, it is abysmal, and it should not be happening. A lot of times people come to Twitch to escape reality. Uh, so the fact that, that they don't even feel safe and comfortable on Twitch is horrible. And the fact that, that, that this stuff is still going on is, especially this long after, is really bad. If you look for a day off Twitch, the hashtag, there are some graphics going around with some meaningful things. Yeah, right here. Like not just people yelling at Twitch to do something and not having suggestions. There are some meaningful things that Twitch can do to help with it. Um, and most importantly, I think the, the big message to Twitch is you need to be talking to these people. You need to be listening to the people affected. And we, we need to make this a dialogue instead of how I feel a lot of these people feel right now, which is that... They're having this terrible thing happening to them and there's not really much being done and no one's really listening to them and, and their issues. So it's, oh no, for the record, I want to make this clear. Hate rating is not the Twitch raid system. It is, uh, hate rating has nothing to do with actual rating. It's just, they call it hate rating because bots start flooding your channel with, with this horrible, horrible stuff. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the actual rating system. Um, there are a bunch of things that Twitch can do to make this better. Um, and, and many, many, many good suggestions have been suggested by the people affected. Uh, so it's the kind of thing where 
There just needs to be more of a dialogue. There needs to be more discussion. There needs to be more talk. There needs to be more done. And frankly, it, it, it's becoming super clear that Twitch is to the point these days where they're they're just not agile pretty much at all when stuff like this happens. They, they just don't have the capability to react quickly. And it's it's a big problem. And this, yeah. is, this is what it's all about. Um, on that note, on that note, the, the hashtag a day off Twitch came. And the next obvious question is, okay, so why are, why are we listening to you say this right now? Why aren't you taking a day off Twitch? Well, the main reason is because I can almost guarantee that a large majority of the people hearing my voice right now, this may be the first time you're hearing any of this. And the problem with a campaign like a day off Twitch, unfortunately, is that it is a Twitter campaign. And unless you are a Twitter user, then just taking a day off Twitch doesn't really do anything. If anything, it gives the botters what they want, which is disrupting your cast, make it so you're not making money, taking you off the platform. And it's not bringing any more awareness at all outside of the stories that are being done about it, but that easily could have been done another way. Um, I think many of us feel that in a situation like this, what you need to be doing is making more noise. So for instance, instead of everyone taking a day off Twitch, I think it would have been a lot more impactful if hundreds of thousands of casters put hashtag Twitch do better in their title and spent the day talking about these issues, bringing more awareness to them, making sure people kind of see it and making sure going from there. I see someone in my chat just said unfollowed. Good, get the hell out. If this kind of stuff is what makes you unfollow the channel, I probably didn't want you to be here in the beginning. So have a great day and go find another channel. Um, so anyway, that's where we are with this stuff. Wait, wait, and, no, I uh, was joking. I was, that was joke. was a joke. Please don't. I was a... Sorry, that's my... I, I get that all the time. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so T TLDR, it is... Uh, we highly encourage you to, guys to go look at this stuff. Most importantly, listen to the people affected. Don't listen to us. Don't listen to our suggestions. Listen to the people affected. Listen to what they're suggesting. Amplify their voices. Um, there's petitions going around. There's there's ways you can help. You can, if nothing else, just show solidarity and support to what they're dealing with. And hopefully we can get this knocked off Twitch as fast as possible. Yeah. There's also a, a ton of articles um, if, if you're curious and, and want to go that route as well. Um, I know like pretty much any of the big uh, gaming uh, websites has an article about today. And are covering it. I know a handful of uh, larger publications are as well. So there's a lot, uh, lot going on uh, in terms of ways to kind of get into this and and realize what's happening. So that is uh, that is. Oh, and Co said that's why we're live today because I've seen a ton also, of people in my chat saying I've never heard of this, uh, which is seeing good. some people say some yeah. stuff in chat about this. For the yeah, record, if if every caster took a day off Twitch, let's say every single caster actually did, which would almost never happen, but let's say they did. That would not make Twitch work harder or faster, as has been proven in the past. Like, they're not working, like, they want to address this too. They know this is terrible PR. The issues are much deeper than just hitting Twitch in the pocketbook. Even if you were to, every single person were to take a day off, it's not like that they're going to spring into action like a spry tiger when they haven't the last three weeks. There are fundamental agility issues at Twitch that just taking time off is not going to fix overnight. Yeah. So this is that's the big thing, like, being loud about this, telling them it's not okay every single day. Um, and most importantly, again, going back to this, listening to the people affected and, and doing what we can to support them through this. That's the big stuff. Yep. Yep. Now, would it be like, would it be like a, a, a moot point to talk about like possible things that, that Twitch could do or talk about like why and why not they haven't done things like this so far? Like, like the first thing ever, like I've heard is the two, two factor authentication making it like mandatory and stuff twitch i heard the arguments against it like twitch would lose like a lot of money making that a requirement because people wouldn't sign in or whatever that's the argument that i've heard 
and I'm not putting it eloquently, I realize, but... I'm going to be blunt with you, man. Every idea that could fix this has already been suggested by the people being affected. It's just an right. issue of Twitch listening to it. Like, we could sit here and discuss all the ways that could help and fix it, but it doesn't matter because they're already, they, they've been trying to have this discussion with Twitch for weeks now. Yeah. So the best thing okay. we can do is just make sure as many eyes are looking at that stuff because it's all already there uh, as possible. Okay. okay. Yeah. And, and of course, Barry, <laughs> first thing is like, 2FA is not, it won't work. It protects the user, not the service. Yes. It's, it fixes nothing. That's the problem also. When you start every time you suggest something, and this is also, I think, a big problem going on at Twitch, where every time something gets suggested, they come up with 10 reasons why it wouldn't work. And that's the thing. Suggestion, 10 reasons why it won't work. Suggestions, 10 reasons why, they won't, why it won't work. And then we just see this stagnant action, where, where, or, or I should say complete lack of action. Where they every time they that somebody suggests something, they just come up with ten reasons why it won't work and nothing happens. So yeah, it's it's a it's a vicious vicious cycle. For yeah, sure, for yeah. Sure. So yeah, yeah one, once again to reiterate, uh, in case you're joining us uh, since we did start a little bit late, uh, definitely go check out uh, hashtag Twitch Do Better and hashtag A Day Off Twitch. Um, kind of read their stories and read their experiences because the hate raids that have been happening are. Uh, abysmal and while it has occurred in my channel uh it is not to the extent whatsoever uh that i have seen it occur in a handful uh, way too many other channels um yeah. i think we we i, I want to repeat what co said like the hate rating is occurring with bots with the messaging and or doxing of the creator of the channel that they're doxing with things like you know racial commentary and go kill this caster blah, blah 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 just completely foul shit so it is uh it's not just a like oh man these bots are in my channel destroying my chat experience it's more like oh i actually can't like stream today because of the mental strain that this shit is causing me oh um, yeah it, it's a big deal for sure so definitely definitely go check out that stuff for their for their stories and their uh, side of things. And I, I would expect that a lot of them will be posting things throughout the day uh, for people that are taking it off and kind of sharing their experiences while they're taking it off. So uh, have, that's my bit on it. Have they said, um, have they have come out and said like um, how good our intro is? Have they talked about our intro? And how good it is? <laughs> Not yet. We're still uh, waiting. No, as still Twitch, waiting. As YouTube on, said, actually did though. I mean, we'll see what happens with that, right. but yeah. <laughs> Um, no, has Twitch come out, uh, or have they told people, like, um, uh, is there some place people can go, like, if if I were to get hate rated, is there some place, like, I can file a report? Is there a link, or is, like, is it... I don't know if Twitch has done anything. There's a lot of is documentation. It like, trying to call Google? Like, put Google on the phone, you know? Yeah, yeah I mean, Twi Twitch does have... Um, I, I have seen a handful of moderators in some bigger channels talk about how they are actively going into smaller channels and supporting them in the sense of uh, reporting those accounts and getting them banned um, off of Twitch. But like banning these accounts is, is you know, doesn't necessarily do all that much because they can just spin up more accounts probably faster than it will actually take for them to get banned. Um, I know that things like Fossabot, uh, if you're looking for like a widely used public available bot rather than a privately made bot uh do have tools to kind of combat a lot of this stuff um but also that hashtag 
that I was just talking about, the Twitch Do Better hashtag, yeah. there are some excellent resources and tools in those threads that will help people who are getting hate rated. Yeah. Uh, just another reason, if you are, if you or someone you know is being subjected to this stuff, hit that hashtag. You may have to sort through a little bit because today is obviously kind of a big day for it. Yeah. Um, but there are absolutely tools in that hashtag that will help you. Yeah. Tools and resources and how to use follow mode, how to use follower mode, how to enable, um, you know, different things for your channel, how to put on sub only mode, stuff like that for affiliates and farmers. Cool. You guys want anything? Are we, are we good? I think I, I want to give everyone the, the, the three of us at least, uh, as much time to talk about this as possible. So I don't want to move on unless we're all clear and concise. I'm and good, happy. man. Zeke, you good? Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right, let us move on uh, to some uh, some breaking news. Uh, although part of it happened yesterday and more recently, about two hours ago, uh, we've got some of the first creators that signed with Twitch publicly uh, have their contracts run out, and now they're going to YouTube. Uh, first was Dr. Lupo yesterday. Uh, he announced he's exclusively streaming on YouTube Gaming, and now Tim the Tatman this morning uh, announced his big deal um, the other creator that announced a deal when the two of these did was uh, Lyric, and uh, tomorrow's another day. So we'll see if Lyric's leaving. Uh, I, I oh 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 he hasn't announced that he's meant, leaving. No no no. I thought he, you meant two YouTube. Yeah. I was like that he, must be super breaking. He announced okay. his uh, his initial deal. Sorry with Twitch uh, alongside these two. It was kind That's of a, right. a trio of announcements. <clears throat> uh, yeah, one of the first the also first Summit Summit get, was yeah. close behind them too. Summit was as well. Yeah yeah. Those were kind of the the first big wave of uh, creators. Was that two years ago? I guess is when the, the two year, those were two year contracts. Is what it's looking like. Um, but we'll see. I, I think uh, my point of view of of this is uh, good on them for getting that bag. I don't think that Twitch would counter offer that. And I think as a creator, you never really know what the future holds in terms of where all this is going. And so if someone offers you X million dollars, you should probably take X million dollars and go to that platform. <laughs> it seems like the solid decision. Uh, and then once that contract ends, as it just did with Twitch, maybe there's another bag that you can secure. Um, so it, it makes sense. I, there's zero ill will towards any of these creators for doing any of this thing. I think any, any viewer or uh, person on Twitch that is you know doing this whole like YouTube versus Twitch thing I don't really see that as a, maybe from YouTube's point of view, that's why they obviously did this is to get more people over onto their platform. But from a creator point of view, they're not doing it because they think YouTube is a better website than Twitch, right? Like they built their entire brand on Twitch. That's, they don't necessarily think one's better than the other. They're just getting that bag ultimately. Um, so yeah. that's, that's my take on it. Do I think Lyric's going to go? I have no idea. Um, I think Lupo in a lot of ways made for me personally, like made sense. Tim leaving was a little bit bigger of a blow. Like anytime I've thought about Tim, it's always been Twitch. He's always been kind of there. And I think if Lyric ends up leaving as well, that will be like, that'll be like for me personally, a pretty big shift. Cause Lyric has always been so Twitch That'll be the centric. end of an era. It will. Yeah, it really will. Is the way that I look if at Lyric, it. If Lyric leaves, that's like the end of an era. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and same as Summit as well. Uh, I, I don't want to leave him yeah, out, but if, if Summit leaves, it'll be a pretty big deal as well. Um, mm -hmm. But but I gotta say, opening up the doors for somebody to come up 
fill in that new spot. Let me tell you, I've been <laughs> doing push-ups and I'm working out, and I'm ready. I'm ready to switch all my gaming over to uh, we need whatever is hot at the time, right and I'm going to play that game until the next hot thing comes out. And play that. Yeah. So on and so forth. It's it's a it's an interesting thing uh, to to talk about that a little bit in terms of like, does this mean that there is a giant void of people on Twitch that are no longer you know using their primes on a creator or no longer watching a creator or if they're just going to leave the platform entirely um and, and go over to youtube um because I, I don't know I, from the data point I, I would feel like the creators that have left in the past necessarily didn't carry a lot of those viewers over um and in a lot of ways their audience shrunk uh when compared to what they originally had on twitch but i don't know if, if you've got you know two big creators potentially more than that over the next couple of weeks um, going over there, maybe that's enough of an exodus for people to, um, you know, kind of leave Twitch behind and move over to the the YouTube ecosystem, which arguably has VODs. It has, uh, you know, live stream. It has kind of all in, all in one where all these creators really are. Tim has a giant YouTube presence. And for him to focus everything on one platform makes a lot of sense. Um at the end of the day. And so maybe his, his audience will respond to that. And, and maybe his, uh, maybe he'll utilize those VOD watchers as now the new stream watchers. Maybe Twitch will fucking wake up and be like, Hey, how about we fix, how about we do a better VOD system? How about we do a better VOD system? And how about we, uh, you know, uh, like, up, Hey, is it up the bit rate? Cause I, I heard on YouTube, they got like 10 K up, upwards like plus and like is the bit rate higher you know 1440 or something it it is higher by by do we know what uh zeke said 10k is that solid uh information let's see bit rate on youtube gaming i don't know how much higher it is uh it says youtube live recommends a range but it doesn't say what their max is lupo said twenty five thousand yesterday I mean, I don't think any creator would put it at that much because it means like two <laughs> percent of their audience could watch the broadcast. Um, well, it depends on how good the downs. Yeah, if, if the if the transcodes are are good over there, then maybe it's worth that. Um, well, no, I, I want to know what a viewer is watching. A. You guys just talked over each other. I heard fourteen forty p sixty at what was that co twenty five k twenty five k okay fourteen forty p sixty at twenty five k. That's pretty high. What did you say, Z? I don't remember. It was just a stupid interjection, so <laughs> I feel I feel really bad now. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That would that would be great to be able to stream at that. Um, I think when you look at the backbone, although you know, I was gonna say when you look at the backbone comparisons of like Google to Twitch, it's really Google to Amazon, and then that's less of a variance or, or difference between like the size right of the uh, of the backbone there um i still think my my rather ignorant view is that google's probably a little bit bigger than like amazon s3 servers and whatnot but yeah it's that's what i was gonna thing. ask like what do like he can stream at that but what like do most viewers like what do most viewers watch that? Is it did most viewers still watch it at 1080 or whatever? I mean, if it depends, depends regiony, yeah, or regiony, 
uh, regional wise, like right. where they're watching. Uh, why am I just adding ing to everything? Jesus <laughs> Christ, I'm having a stroke. It depends where they're watching from regionally. Uh, here in the U.S., right. it, the average bit rate or the average uh, service is much, 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 much lower than being able to watch a 15,000 bit rate stream. Um, okay. The reason that these sites recommend bit rates of, you know, 1,500 to 4,000 or uh, 2,500 to 4,000 is because that is generally what most people can watch from a percentage point of view. Um, and I think as you go outside of the U.S., that number, I would think, scales up. Um, Does it affect how many people can watch the higher you stream at? Depends on the transcodes, kind of like what we were talking about with, with code. The transcodes being the lower bit rates or the lower resolution and uh, FPS, which also is a lower bit rate. So, like, if you go and watch the streams that you're watching right now here on Twitch, our streams, and go from mm -hmm. 1080 60, which I think most of us are either at 6,000 or 8,000, uh, and right. you drop down to like 720p60, that also drops mm -hmm. the bit rate down to, I don't know exact numbers, but lower than right, what sure. it is at 1080p60. So, yeah. But not every place has, has the option to lower? No, no, every place has the option to lower. Not every place has the bit rate, the, the internet speed to accommodate a 8,000 bit rate stream. Like they couldn't do right. anything else on their own network. They couldn't browse the internet because it would be, you know, Twitch would be taking the the lion's share of it. But they, uh, I guess I, I'm not getting it because maybe I'm. If you have a thousand dollars, standing it. If you have, but a, I'm saying. Hold on, let me explain it. If you have a thousand dollars and Twitch takes all thousand dollars to run a stream, then you have zero dollars left to run any other streams or any other things on your network. Right. So you couldn't watch another, you couldn't go view another website without it being remarkably slower. What I'm asking is, uh, are there if you if I streamed at a higher bit rate, uh -huh. are there people out there that could not watch my stream? Yes. Yes. Okay. At the highest bit rate. Okay. They would have to use a transcode to drop so could, it down. To they couldn't something. downcode it to like watch it at 720 if I'm at 1440. No, they could. They definitely could. Then how would I lose a viewer? Because some people want to watch it at the max and don't want to ah, <laughs> watch that's, it at the lower. That's the crux. Yeah. That's also transcoders. Yeah, okay. transcoders can suck. So even though it would be viewable <clears throat> for them, it may not be a good viewing experience. Yes. Okay, so that's the answer I was looking true. for, I guess. I, I just yeah. wasn't very good at getting there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I didn't do a great job of, of explaining. I introduced dollars into a system that has nothing to do with money. Uh, <laughs> and I just made funny faces. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, so. I understood your analogy, but I could tell, like, I wasn't explaining myself very well. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless, uh, Twitch has, a, or sorry, Twitch has a lower number compared to YouTube, um, which is enticing, I think, as a creator, because... We're obviously always wanting to push the highest bit rate and highest resolution possible. Um, yeah. And as a service. What do you guys stream at? Uh, 1080, 68,000 is, I think, the, the max yep. that really is, I wouldn't even say allowed, but it's the max that you don't uh, get yelled it's acceptable. at. Acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Me too. So the other thing, too, is that the, the four songs. Remember when YouTube had a three, or sorry, remember when Lupo had a three PC setup, Zeke? 
Yeah. The reason he had a three PC setup is so that he could have all of his VODs record at a much higher bit rate and much higher resolution while also streaming. Moving over to YouTube, you didn't need the third PC in the first place. Now you need it less because you can obviously stream at a higher bit rate. Now you don't need rate. it at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at a higher bit rate, a higher resolution. So it makes VODs a lot prettier um, in that regard because you get like a lossless video in that sense um, that a lot more people can watch at that higher resolution and higher bit rate because it could actually like load it up essentially rather than it being a live stream. So, yeah, I'd be curious. I'm going to, I'm going <clears> to <throat> do this in my chat, but I'd be curious to see like when I, when I'm doing uh, like VOD watching, I don't do a lot of VOD watching, but I do it like during the GDQ events, I go back and watch, you know, the, the, the events I missed or the games I missed that I wanted to see and stuff. Yeah. But I will say like, I don't, if it since it's not live, I don't like just watch that. I'm always like, you know, doing something in another window or playing a game on another screen, or yeah. whatever. So I'd be curious to see like how many people like do the same thing, like rather than like passive watching. Focus. So yeah. yeah, so it's not like so the 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 quality of the video is not as important as it is when you're live, you know? Sure. Yeah, I think I think most people that watch a lot of Twitch content are, are passive viewers. Um, I think everyone that chats is a obviously very active viewer. I'm a passive viewer. streamer. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, there's a lot of, I mean, if you look at any of our chats right now, the amount of chatters compared to the amount of viewers watching uh, is a smaller percentage. Most lurkers, you know, would count as a passive viewer in a lot of ways. Um, so I, I think you're not alone in that Zeke whatsoever. But it's it's kind of hard from a analytics point of view to to look at that or to find that number. Would you say that I would think. the lurkers are the silent majority of the viewers, the unseen <laughs> heroes of streaming? I would say that. The backbone of the community hiding in the shadows? Uh-huh. I would say that. Honestly, I, I would, but their their bomb their their BPM isn't where I'd quite like it. Their their bongos per second's a bit lower than yeah. I'd like. Yeah. But I mean they're you know silent majority, etc. I, I had a lurker the other day drop a hundred month sub. They had said two things in the channel over the hundred months that they had been subscribed. <laughs> and I Damn. I was very much like what the fuck you could do that? <laughs> How is they that should possible? get like a lurker award or something. I know that was That's the first incredible. time I've ever seen. Yeah. It was, it was rather wild to see that, wow. uh, that level of a lurker. They definitely are a, a king of lurkers in my eyes. Well, while it's not that, not as much as that, or it's not like every, but it's every month. Yeah. I get one message and they've been there since day one. Yeah. Like day one sub, I get one message from them and it's in their sub message. They're like, Hey, still here. Lurking away. Like, yeah. Man, you don't realize how much I love you. And we never talk anymore. We are never, we've never talked. It's true. Yeah. Those subs that, that stop in every so often, like, you know, I don't really watch Twitch anymore, but I love what you're doing and, uh, keeping my sub up. Thanks for being you. And it's just like, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. It's just, those are the the feel good viewers. <laughs> the feel good viewers. That's right. Yeah. Oh my lord. Yeah. Um, that's good, man. Going back to uh, Tim and, and Lupo moving. Did you guys? I, I kind of dominated the conversation. Did you guys have anything to 
add to it in terms of sentiment or like the whys or why nots, anything like that? Um, mostly on my end, it's more just, yeah, like awesome. It's great. I mean, for casters, this, these types of things, like we wouldn't have these deals if we didn't have the deals before that, if the deals before that, like it all just keeps building. Um, I will say that it's Dr. Lupo is one. And and I, and I've been thinking about this now and I will say it and I mean it. Dr. Lupo is one of if not the most well-known charity live streamers out there. Sure. Stuff that he has done for charity is absolutely mind-blowing. I think just just him, not like a group, not like an organization, but just him has raised over like almost $10 million um, over over his career. That's a big thing for Twitch to let go of. Yeah. That's big. I mean, that's that's really like, that's like a, that's like a badge of honor to have someone like that on your platform actively using it. Then on top of that, the just what, two days later, a day later. they lose arguably one of the most entertaining FPS gamers um, in Tim the Tatman, who, as we all know, is absolutely terrible at games, but his entertainment is second to none. Um, and if anything else, it just goes to show you like how good of a streamer he is. Um, you know, like he's got a great community. He's got literally millions of people that support him. Yeah. And um, like that, again, an absolutely amazing pickup. One of those people that you just, as a streaming platform, want on your service. Like he is just a beacon of entertainment. So it makes you think, knowing that Twitch is the relative, I mean, they are the number one streaming service still, how it is. And to think that these two like badges of honor were lured off the platform back to back, um, especially considering they were in the same group that got signed to Twitch. It just goes to show you like, there's a lot going on behind the scenes, man. Like I can, I can only imagine how serious YouTube must have been with those offers to to have done that. Because there's yeah. no question um, that you're, you know, you you whenever you move platforms, you leave a lot behind. You leave people behind. You leave a lot behind. Like you are, you are. We have seen people jump platforms and just simply have it not work out and just forever be at a fraction of what they once were. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a big risk. Um, so it must but- mean that they feel very comfortable doing that. When you say it do- it didn't work out, it's like they're set for life. They're fine. You know, it worked out. Well, <laughs> they it worked lo- out, I mean, but even it if they lost curve. like 90, 90% of their viewers, they're still pretty good for life, I would say. <laughs> I I would say that, but I sure. mean at the same at the same time, you know, you get a payout, you get maybe two payouts, but if you're then streaming at like less than 10% of what you had before you left Twitch in the first place, that is a big sacrifice. Like at that point, you have like basically sold 90% of your success for money and there is a chance you'll never get that back. So, you know, yeah, those are two big payouts and that's great. But at the same time, it's like you've just killed any potential. Like you, who knows what you could have done if you would have stayed? Um, what other opportunities say, man, would have been available to you? In response to that, I get, live within your means, invest wisely. <laughs> Sure. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I agree with you. Yeah. And again, it really does come back to like what you, everyone deems success differently. Everyone has different personal views on success and things like that. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's a big thing to, to think about and it does differ per individual. Um, but some of us want to keep streaming like, you know, like this is a, a perfect job. We love what we do. Like we're happy doing this. So, you know, it would, it, it's when, when you take that kind of a hit, like that's a huge deal. 
period. That's a huge deal. Yeah. I, I also think that it, this will sound like I'm firing shots, but I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm just trying to make a, a statement, which is as much like bulletproofness that I can do to the statement. It's a different thing to leave to YouTube than it is to like leave to Facebook in my eyes, right? Like Facebook is a much smaller service when in comparison to YouTube. Um, or to Mixer. And so, yeah, yeah. Or, or Mixer back in the day. Like Mixer was a straight up gamble, right? Uh, Facebook, I wouldn't call it a gamble, but you're jumping into a much smaller ocean when compared to something like YouTube. Maybe a pool yeah. when compared to the ocean of YouTube, right? Um, and I also think that the with Lupo and Tim leaving to YouTube, like I said before, they already have an audience over there. So it's, it's even less of a gamble. They're literally just signing a bag to not stream on Twitch, right? They're signing a contract to not be on Twitch. It's not like they're, I would be very surprised if Tim gets, you know, grossly lower viewership over there. Oh no. Yeah. I think, I think expectations can probably be uh, anywhere between, like it depends on where they are on YouTube because the diff the big difference is Twitch has thousands and thousands and thousands of streamers and they have hundreds of big streamers especially all over the world mm -hmm. youtube has a fraction of the large streamers they have a huge amount more large youtubers but in terms of people that stream regularly every day youtube's actually pretty behind on that i would know because on my program that i use for tracking i look at the top 10 streams on on youtube all the time yeah. they are generally like the 10th highest stream on youtube is generally a fraction like sometimes it wouldn't even break the top 100 on twitch Right. Um, and that's just the 10th. So it's if you're a larger streamer on YouTube, then you are going to potentially be better off in some cases, like than if you were to go here. Um, at that same note, though, if you're down in that lower area, um, like like, for instance, let, just talking metrics, just talking metrics. You know, YouTube, uh, excuse me, Lupo averages like 10 to 14 K people uh, playing Tarkov here on Twitch. He's streaming right now on YouTube to 8,500 people. So and this is arguably a super hype time for him because Day he just two. moved over yeah so exactly so i mean if you go if we go from other people that have transferred they were at like 2x to 5x their numbers at this point where lupo's actually a little under his average does that mean that he's going to lose a bunch more not at all in fact he may already be at his medium like especially because he's streaming with other people around around that area um but it's gonna it's a very different environment and it's a very different environment that we don't have a lot of information for people just dropping into like people working their way through it is one thing but just kind of like flash in the pan moving over. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how these deals work out in terms of numbers. Yep. And I, I think, you know, maybe for me, even more interesting is what happens after the contracts up a year or two from now, like, will the landscape have changed enough for those people to be like, well, I'm going to go back over to Twitch. Uh, <laughs> Cause my numbers were higher over there. The CPM was higher cause I had more viewers. And I also got a shit ton more subs and I already got YouTube's bag. I grew my YouTube channels to, you know, 10 million subs. I'm going to go back to double dipping over there. I'll see you guys later. Right. Like what happens when that shift occurs? Um, yep. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Because, hey, the, the Twitch contract ended and now they probably, if I'm those uh, creators agencies, I would be shopping those creators as fast as possible or even before the contract's even up. Right. And then where my mind goes is not necessarily that they, that, that YouTube offered them money. It's did Twitch offer them money as well? Or do they just say, sorry, we can't, you know, we can't offer you anything. Good luck. Right. 
Because I don't it, think we're ever going to know that for certain. Right. We'll never know. hundred yeah, percent. We'll never know. That That's the question that I always go to right away is like, well, what did Twitch not offer them? Um, Cause clearly they knew, right. They had these videos that immediately hit social media. Uh, the second that these creators uh, announced that they were leaving. So they were obviously privy to the information that they didn't like, they weren't surprised or shocked to see this type of stuff. They would have to know because there's a, there's a whole, I mean, first of all, they sure. know that they haven't resigned their contracts and then they have a lot of backend stuff they have to do with that. To let them go. You know, like these yeah. have to be turned off. All the people that have reoccurring subscriptions, like there's, there's a, there's a lot when a streamer as large as Lupo and, and, and Tim move. Like yeah. that's a, that's a big, a big event. Yeah. Um, someone's oh, asking. I've been, uh, oh, good. I was going to say real quick. Someone is asking, aren't they all under the same agency? Lupo is with Loaded. Tim is with WME. Unless Tim has left in the past year, which I don't think he has, but uh, I think he has. Yeah, WME is a more known for being a Hollywood agency or a uh, entertainment, uh, like movies and television agency. Um, and also, Das Medi is loaded too, right? Loaded? I want to. I want to say yes. Yeah, yeah. I want to say Das, and he just recently actually went to Facebook. Yeah, in a lot so of ways, looks like. I mean. I, <laughs> Co and Zeke, feel free to not talk to this because you guys are both rep for Loaded. But Loaded's big paydays over the past couple of years has been every single giant streamer contract, right? Like they are out there shopping for all of those streamers. Ninja, Shroud, yep. you know, Tim's, I think, signed with Twitch when he was under Loaded. Um, they, I, they have done a lot of work of the, in regard to that part stuff. of the rep's job, right? Is to help, like, totally. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, contract what they shit, do. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just saying that they're behind a lot of that stuff. It, it all oh, kind I, of gets yeah. really. I think I think loaded oh, as yeah, a whole they, is is just waiting for Zeke's contract to expire. That's when the real payouts. <laughs> pretty. I'm pretty sure the whole company is. I signed in perpetuity, bitch. I'm done. No, I'm not leaving. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. They got they got me some they they got me some more money with my contract, but they they take their chunk. Yeah, they do. I mean, all so, agencies yeah, they, do. Yeah, all absolutely. agencies do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To be no, blunt, course. we probably wouldn't be making a fraction of what we were without them. Yep. Like, you, you know, like, it's a, no, it's, I wouldn't. Trust me. Yeah, company <laughs> companies like Twitch and and companies that sponsor us, their job is to get us to take as little money as possible. <laughs> so I mean, you kind of have to have someone fighting in your corner, or they'll roll you over. Yeah. I mean, they're professionals at it, so you need professionals too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not getting anywhere on just my face and rep and my videos and shit. Like, I, I bet a lot of the sponsor gigs are like. They look at the numbers like those are acceptable numbers that this streamer has. <laughs> they probably don't like. Yeah, I'm sure they don't come to my stream and they watch my a stream for a day and they're like, sit there and approve it. I bet like the companies who are sponsoring stuff. Sure, I think in a lot of ways. Um, I mean, I, this is a much larger conversation, but the reasons that yeah. sponsored streams happen, if you, uh, they're they're bundles, right? If uh, if Loaded gets approached by a company, they're given X amount of dollars. Loaded then takes that and splits that across their entire suite of streamers, which is generally anytime you see a group of streamers doing a sponsored stream, they're always going to be with Loaded, right? Like they're they're one of the few agencies that have that amount of um, streamers under their their agency that can kind of do that type of stuff compared to more of like a boutique uh, agency where it's like, well, we have xy streamer they don't really stream all the same type of stuff so we're a little bit more catered to like one streamer um and so 
Yeah. Honestly, what I've heard is that all of these people are, are just scrambling to see if they can find like a really good CRPG streamer. <laughs> the hottest gaming market in the world for Eastern Europeans. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the next big, I mean, there's Fortnite, there's Call of Duty, and then there's CRPG. Right behind them. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm actually thinking, I'm, I'm thinking about getting like a legit metal bat because every time I open my door, it's just like 50, you know, people right there. You're gotta, batting the money away? Car somehow. You got to bat the I mean, I, I, I tell you, it's tough. Sure. I get so, it. So uh, I've been very vocal in the past about what it would take for me to jump off Twitch. $10 million, by the way. Um, <laughs> and you, you get, get something you for that ten million. You, yeah, you well, get, I'm just saying, like, there's a return I'm saying on that it'll, that. it'll never happen. By the way, uh, that's uh, is there like a pie in the sky? Like, do you have a number in your head? Like, hundred million. I do for hundred million. Like, is there a, a specific number? For me, the the only thing that could get me off, and I and I've said this in the past too. I'm in, I'm in the boat for you, where it's it's. You want to rephrase feasible. that? I'll give you one take if you, if you want to rephrase what you just okay, said. what I say? <laughs> the only thing that can get me off. Oh, okay, no. Let me let me rephrase you that. Can put a, you the put only a thing that will give me sexual satisfaction is... Oh, uh, thank you. Right, that was a good catch. Um, yes. The only thing for me is is like if, if there was an offer where I could essentially... Um, all of my kids and family would be set for it. And I don't mean like a little bit. I mean like a stupid amount. Yeah. Like they don't have to work for their lives. And then I'd be able to open my own game studio. Like an actual game studio, not like an indie one. Like be able to like like hire Larian Studios to make a game. Um, and then also be able to live comfortably on that. So in other words, what I'm saying is it's not gonna happen. <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, I'm in Zeke's boat. There's no like I am not worth the yeah. amount of money. And I and I would be the first to tell the people offering me that I am not worth the amount of money it would take me to like actually just like go start on a 10 cent streaming service or something. Yeah. Um, I am not worth it. I am not worth that much. Um, so and we're thinking yeah. like 128 million for co I'm thinking 500, which is about million. right. Like as far as At you know, least. streamer size, like that's about 12 times my size. Very, very I, I, I would, I would like 550 billion, uh, three small islands. I'd like a, a rocket ship. Um, Oh, you're going to go that and, route. Okay. In a time machine. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. Also a time machine. I think, I think that would be, I think that would be, yeah, that'd be fair. 560 billion. I'll hear that. You can get that or. No, <laughs> ten million. That's like, that's like nothing <laughs> compared to what he wants. You get a great video along with it as well. <laughs> oh, and and just Twitch. Just, just give me Twitch. Oh, I'll okay. The ship. I'll fix it. I'll fix it all up. Just I've, give me the whole streaming service, and you know, I'll I'll get the right people in there, make it work, bring back the old days, and be fine. Yeah. Well, it was sold for almost a bill. Mm -hmm. uh, how many years ago? Five, Twitch. six, something like that. I forget that, when. Much, oh, oh, it was. It's it worth was, more now. It was sold for a billion. It was, like nine, it was technically, it was nine hundred ninety-seven million or some shit. There, yeah. Do you think Twitch was like, "Come on, give us three million. Come on, just fucking please, just give us three. Make it a pretty billion. Just it, it is what up, is three million on. when compared to nine hundred ninety-seven? Come on, come on. I can three see, the, see the lawyers in the, in the room. Come on, three million. What do we got to do? What do we got to do? Um. Yeah, Zeke, to answer your question, whatever, I, I don't know what the number would be, uh, but I do know that if I left to any other platform, the discoverability is even worse on any other platform compared to Twitch, and Twitch oh. is already absolutely abysmal from a discovery point of view. 
Um, and so it would be whatever would be enough to make me not have to worry about viewership. And like, ever again, is this going to be successful type deal? But also here's, here's the big thing. And this is one of the most important things to consider. There is nothing like Twitch yet. Like at all, like in terms of like, say what you want about Twitch, but there is no other streaming service that comes close to the amount of features they offer, the chat experience, like, like, the, like Twitch is still like the top dog by far in terms of that. Yeah. I think it would be a very interesting, a very interesting playing field if, if a company stepped up and really focused on their viewer experience and made an amazingly intuitive user-friendly environment for, for watching streams, because we just don't have that right now. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's, it's crazy to think that some of the biggest YouTubers come to Twitch to do their streams. Yeah. Like it, it, it's, it's crazy. Like they have all, they have everything they need to keep everything under, under the umbrella right now. They get more people seeing their channel. Like it'd be good for them to do that, but no, they come over to Twitch because the experience is so much better from a live streaming perspective. So it makes me, you know, I, I got to admit with the Lupo and Tim stuff. Um, one thing I really like about YouTube is they have like a face. They have a uh, Fwiz, who is like the the YouTube guy. And one of the things he's been saying is like, they're really going to buckle down and start working on the viewer experience, which is good because frankly, YouTube really needs that. They yeah. really need that. Just like you said, there's no like discoverability page at all. Like the chat is is weirder. There's not nearly as many features. Like it's it's a very different experience on YouTube. So it would be really nice if like we would start seeing, you know, more of these pillars start evening out a little bit in terms of, you know, viewers, instead of just being like, yeah, I don't like anything but Twitch, they would actually be having discussions on which one they like better, you know? So to, be, uh, cool. to, to, I saw you saying all that made me, rem uh, jogged my memory of courage who actually tweeted today. He's been on YouTube for a while. Um, and he tweeted, uh, the idea that, uh, they've added so much since I joined, which was a year ago to, I don't know how recent that was two years ago, a year ago. Uh, they've added uh, Eclipse feature, loyalty message, subscriber-only chat, polls, super stickers, which I'm not sure what those are, uh, ability to end stream and send your audiences to a new video. That's obviously very uh, cool for someone who's focused on YouTube. And also mobile members, which I think is like mobile subs. Um, that's, that stuff is good. That's like a quarter of what Twitch has. Yeah, Like That's exactly. all good. It's yeah, great yeah. they're doing it's the bare minimum. It's good. And it's, yeah, it's good to see them making progress. And, and like Fizz was saying on Twitter, I really hope that they're going to kick that kind of stuff into overdrive um, where, you know, like even, even on Twitch for eight years, oh, you're, you're, a, you're a PC user. Cool. You use better Twitch TV or FFC. And it's like, right. I, I'd love to see, I'd love to see us get to the point where it's like not basically a requirement to use a third party thing. If you want like a good chat experience. Um, so yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Yeah. Kudos, hey, credit where it's due. Kudos to Twitch. Like they they still have the best experience. They're still working on it. And I mean, there's a reason that that people keep coming here. Like, I mean, I mean, I, I know I know it's easy right now to just kind of, you know, <laughs> rag on them, but like there's a reason they're still number one in that that regard, and they're still making progress on it. Like they're still staying ahead. So Yep. Let's see. Absolutely. Um, when was this? So I missed this this morning, uh, kind of jumping back to our first um, topic when it comes to the uh, hashtag Twitch do better Streamlabs. Not only did they announce the sub off uh, Twitch thing, they also announced safe mode uh, this morning at 11. Uh, so about two hours ago, which is a new feature that helps prevent uh, harassment, hateful messages and chat spam from appearing on your live stream. Um, I don't necessarily know. It kind of just looks like, do, what was that? What's the, what's the source of the Twitch blogger? 
No, no, no. This is Streamlabs, oh. the company. Oh, Streamlabs. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't hear yeah. the first part. I apologize. Yeah, no problem. Uh, but it looks like they, it's kind of like an all-in-one type deal where it could, you know, put the chat in, you know, emote only mode, follower mode, sub only mode. So it's just utilizing what Twitch already has to uh, combat that type of stuff. Uh, I think it's the first thing on their social media page, uh, twitter.com slash streamlabs, if you want to go check that out. So, What exactly does it do? uh just it utilizes all the twitch functions from what i could see in the image uh, i didn't read the article uh because i just saw the tweet like five seconds ago but it utilizes all the different twitch things in one cohesive package um that is readily available for all with i think very little configuration into it so more like a quick fix it's like a, it's like a like a panic button yeah yeah in a lot of ways that's what i read uh, in terms of other gaming news here uh, in the last 20 minutes or so, um, did you guys see the stuff in China where I, I, Oh, the three hours a day. Yeah. No, three hours per week is what it oh, is. Yeah. I meant to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Just still. Wow. So if you are under 18, you are now limited to three hours of play a week in China. Uh, and the reason while this is a big thing outside of China is if you look at the gaming companies of the world, the mobile games, the Blizzard Activisions, the whoever has any games that exist over in China, that's a giant demographic that just got completely slashed from any money that they've put into that region over the past couple of years. Three hours per week is like... I mean, it's three hours per week. <laughs> like that is so small. That's such a small percentage um, from how much money these companies have invested over the years into that region. Um, and it also could shape, you know, what the future uh, looks like for those companies as well in China. So it it's a very interesting change, um, which, while not necessarily related to, there is a South Korean change that uh, removed, I think, the curfew for gaming. It was the opposite in South Korea uh, this past week, where now people can play and go to the, the PC bongs once they reopen, of course, from COVID, uh, and just play for you know 24 hours plus, rather than having to go home because of a curfew. So it's a little insane to see that type of stuff. I really wonder what type of shifts we will see from the, the gaming industry as a whole um, when it comes to that market. And, and how they're actually, you know, utilizing that type of stuff. If you guys have anything to weigh in on, here's your, your time while I search for the I, next door. I think, <laughs> I think you covered a lot of it. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting development to see how it's all, all plays out for sure. Yeah. Now feel free not to go over it again, but did you say like what their motivation for this is? What China's motivation is? Uh, let's see yeah. if they put out a statement here. I think it. They, there was a very. I remember they called it like a social epidemic, or they they had a very strong worded message about it. Essentially, though, it's China, control. you know, trying to control the the country as sure. as they are prone to do. Um, yeah, I I forgot hmm. exactly the. Oh, there were they are they attacking from a gaming addiction angle? Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think that's exactly what it was. They've, oh, yeah, some, somebody in my chat just said they've officially announced it's lowering game addiction. Yeah. 
Uh, we consider it spiritual and social opium. Yeah, that that was the quote that I remember. Really? When we covered that on JPNN. Uh, so I always <clears throat> thought I was social opium. It's <laughs> uh, interesting. I see China's been uh, looking through my my emails. Who? I'm trying to figure out who said this exactly. I, oh, okay. So this is the from the state news agency. Oh, I'm copium. Oh, okay. Fair, there you go. Fair. From the state news agency in China, uh, the quote, uh, translated quote is, teenagers are the future of our motherland. Protecting the physical and mental health of minors is related to the people's vitals interest, uh, vital interest and relates to the cultivation of the younger generation in the era of national rejuvenation. Hmm. Yeah. National rejuvenation. Uh, the, yeah, the state wow. media outlet described online games as, quote, spiritual opium and cited 10 cents honor of kings in an article that called for more curbs on the industry, battering shares in the world's largest Ooh. gaming firm by revenue uh, from uh, Sir Drunken Monkey, love the name, brings up an interesting question. Does this also apply to mobile games? Yeah. Like, are they going to actual... games? Any games. Yeah. Probably specifically uh, mobile games in a lot of ways. So even like when you're traveling and stuff. So, I mean, those kids are going to have to be like, I bet you mobile gaming is going to probably go up because that's like one of the the leading ways to kind of kill time when you're traveling on public transportation and stuff. So I wonder if people are actively going to be like, yeah, I don't want to play games tonight because I want to play on the bus tomorrow. Mm. You know, and things like that. Could be. Could be. Um, they have oh, a wait, lot of... Wait, wait, wait. Uh... Okay, hold on. Some people are saying it's only online games. We'll have to look into that. We'll have to look into that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, let me... I'll, I'll, I'll read the full article here and, and skim for that. Okay. What were we going to say, Zeke? I'm just saying necessity is the mother of invention. So like it's gonna this gonna make a lot of people go, how do we get around that? And there's gonna be a lot of new new cool ways to get around uh <laughs> like know, handheld. Oh my god, think about the market stuff. for handheld. Because I mean like there there's, there's gotta no be connection. devices that aren't online. Absolutely. Totally. Like bootleg game consoles. Oh my God! It's going to be an underground gaming thing. Soldier Boy's going to be, be like rich. a whole underground ring. Oh, <laughs> was this his plan all along? I think so. I think so. Well, I'm uh, wondering if, like, oh a, my lord, I'm, I'm sure they thought of VPNs, but I, I'm wondering if that's like, like a solution for them. I don't. I don't. I've heard VPNs I mean, are a bitch in China. They're a pain in the ass from everything that I've read yeah. and had people experience. It, there you go. There. Yeah. Uh, it's a little different there. The article states the new rules published on Monday are part of a major shift by Beijing to strengthen control. Uh, oversight and key factors of the economy, blah, blah, blah. The restrictions, which apply to any devices, including phones, are a body blow to the global gaming industry that catered tens of millions of young players in the world's most lucrative market. How lucrative? Later on in the article, it says, the Chinese games market will generate an estimated $45.6 billion of revenue in 2021, ahead of the United States, according to analytics for, uh, firm Nuzu. They're big. And they're cutting that by like 90%, right? Yep. Uh, about sixty. You know what this fucking means? I just realized. What's that? We're gonna see the shit that you saw on mobile. It's gonna move to everywhere. It already is. Yeah. It already is. Yeah. It already yeah. is. But it's gonna. It might get bad. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, real, real bad. Yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> the article also states sixty-two point five percent of Chinese miners often play games online. And 13.2% of underage mobile game users play mobile games for more than two hours a day on working days, according to state media. So a lot of mobile gamers over there. A lot of miners playing uh, mobile games as well as just games in general. 
You know what? And I, I'll, I'll let me just say, I, I probably should just keep my fucking mouth shut about mobile and and online gaming and shit because I don't do a lot of it, so I don't see like a lot of that shit. Like I don't see any microtransactions or oh, it's or, I mean it's know, definitely there in game shop and stuff. Like I don't oh, yeah. see a lot of it. It's because totally there. I usually buy like like a game experience, like a, you know, beginning, middle, well, end. Yeah. There's also EA and stuff like that. What we're, what we're seeing is we're seeing companies that are that make games for money. They don't make games for passion. They don't make games to make good games. They make games for money. So they, you know they want the games to be the best they can so they can get the most money out. But I mean we've been seeing stuff like this from EA for years, years and years now, and we're starting to see entire games that are built around mobile gaming principles as nearly AAA computer games. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's it's this is all it's all part of the course for the industry. Um, you know, people are seeing more success. There's, there's a huge, like, like JP just said, there's a huge billions of dollars in this industry. And now people are getting into it just to make money. They're just going to make things to pull as much money as they can out of the people that are playing the games. Yeah. And also it, it bears repeating, like, this is, this is a law for minors in China, right? Correct. 18, 18 18 or younger. Yeah. 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 So there's, I mean, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of kids with, with a lot of money, but. Yeah, I would say the the vast majority of people with money to blow on this stuff are probably over eighteen. Potentially, I mean, it's going to yeah. be a chunk. But. Yeah. Well, and the the other aspect too is uh, if you look at like the world of esports, China is obviously probably uh, arguably the biggest scene for esports in a lot of games, if not the majority mm-hmm. of games, and so that's also a giant blow to the world of esports and and kind of what happens with that moving forward hold on does i and, and i'm and i'm super sorry if i just missed you saying this mm. does that does that gaming thing also include watching games that i don't know potentially not but it, it could limit the idea of like if, if you think of a you know the 18 and younger demographic in china is the farm league of of esports right when it comes to MOBAs mm. like League of Legends or Dota or anything like that, um, if they can only play three oh, yeah, hours no. a week. <laughs> no, chat's like, co thinking dollar signs. No, it's not what I meant. I specifically was talking about the esports. They can still watch you esports. Know, there there yeah. are, there's, there's a thousand to one ratio in terms of people contributing to esports via a player or a watcher. Right. So I wonder, like, you know, if you can still watch all the games, maybe we're going to see a big surge in people watching esports because they can't actually play the game anymore. Could be. Now they want to, like, watch people play it, you know? So, I mean, that could be a thing. Could be. Yeah. Maybe so. Uh, what else is there in the world of uh, gaming? Not necessarily the biggest thing, more just a question I'll pose to you guys. Windows 11th. Uh, 11th. Yeah. 11, that's what they're going to call it. Windows 11th. Please buy it. Windows 11th. <laughs> it's coming out October 5th. Are you guys going to jump in? Or are you going to wait? Are you going to risk the entirety of your stream? <laughs> the, the first round of a Windows system? Yeah, it always works well, right? It's always a perfect uh, solution to an OS. Uh, that really will just Brother, I, I literally used XP until the last... They had to pry it from my cold, <laughs> cancel like, it. semi-dead hands. <laughs> um I, yeah no absolutely not dude yeah Ooh, i'd still be using xp if i could xp was pretty good i like the rolling hills <laughs> graphic you know it was a pretty pretty good background wallpaper As someone who uses who still uses xp on a on a vm from time to time yeah it's a good uh, it's a good operating system it's still it's it does what you what you want to do and it's pretty customizable it's pretty like fixable yeah that's not bad seven was good too 
10 has gotten a lot better. It's, I mean, fuck, 8 was a shit show. Yeah, it was. It was, indeed. What else is there? So, yeah. Cool, I'm sure you've probably talked oh, about my, this uh, a lot. But what was oh, that thing? My pawn shop, like the pawn shop I used to work at, uh, I, I left, I don't know, like eight years ago, seven years ago, something like that. Yeah. They were still using XP on their on their computers. Oh, I would, I would, uh, <laughs> I have no idea what the actual number is, but I would think a large, large majority of retail OS is all XP, and probably even in a lot of places even older than that. Um, they just there's no reason to update that shit, right? It costs money. So when you think about the scalability of that, it's you're basically astronomical. A For what Windows 11? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh when yeah. You, when, when you, you pick it up in. like yeah. first day, oh god, yeah. They they can't QA that properly with as many different things that that OSs are used with all the different type of equipment that people use. Yeah. Um. Like yeah, it's you're basically a beta tester if you opt in day one. Hundred uh, percent. And I mean, hell, their their updates are already breaking our shit almost every single time. So it's like, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I mean, just what was it? Just uh, last week, um, I had to like it basically com- nearly bricked my Go XLR. I heard about like, that. I updated it. Yeah, Windows basically shoved a generic driver into the GoXLR system. I could it, Windows wouldn't detect it. I couldn't uninstall it. I couldn't replace it. I could even point at a new driver, wouldn't do it. Software uninstall, reinstall, didn't do it. Off and on, I get a thousand times nothing. I had to go into the GoXLR Discord and get a special program that like forced the driver out, held the door open with its foot, and jammed the GoXLR driver in. And that's the only <laughs> way I can get it to work. Jesus. And they were like, "Yeah, dude, Windows. It's like it's like it's like a it's like a mission." Just trying to keep up with Windows updates, trying to trying to keep that stuff working properly. Were they port, were they forcing like a Windows sound driver into it or something? Is it was that the case? Yeah, it would show yeah. up as a generic USB device, and because it was a generic USB driver, Windows had no idea how to utilize its audio outputs, assign them in Windows. Like it was just jamming a generic driver in there, and it would not let it be removed. Yeah, I'm sure Makes in its sense. mind they were trying to help, but you know, obviously it was not working. Right. Yeah. Right. Really, lots of jamming. Yes, lots of jamming. Adlowski, lots of jamming. <laughs> Zeke would have been thrilled. Do you know the difference between jelly and jam? You can't jelly a generic driver into your USB. <laughs> That's the difference. It's a different joke, but with, you know. Yeah, yeah, it worked. So what's going on I with like uh, CD Projekt Red hiring some of the modders? Weren't we literally just talking about this, that this is what they should do like a couple weeks back? Yeah, I, I here's the thing. I, I like it. I think it's good. I think it's a PR move. Okay. I think it's all a PR move. I do. Because, I mean, it's the kind of thing where, like, they already they already had their vision. They just didn't have time to develop it. So, you know, just, I mean, as as anyone in coding knows, you know, it you can't, can't really just drag and drop coders into a project. I mean, it's going to be months, you know, months and months and months of learning. How are you going to implement it? How are you going to get it in? Now, granted, they're familiar with the code, mm-hmm. which could be good. Like, that that could be a good thing. But I... I I don't know if it'll have a tangible impact in any time soon. Um, I do like that they're doing it, and I hope it's freaking awesome. But I just wouldn't, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't say that it's like a a, a quick fix, kind of right? Um, but it's it's a good thing they did. It is good PR, and uh, you know, if it makes it if it makes stuff that's meaningful and see in, in Cyberpunk get here even a day faster, I'm all for it. Yeah, we'll see what happens with it. Uh, I think, is there any other big news stories over the past week you guys want to bring up? I think that's it. I'm kind of scrolling through stuff here. Oh, they showed, 
the uh, first screenshots from the Dead Space remake. Did, did they show footage as well or no? Was it just screenshots? All yesterday? I saw was a screenshot. I haven't covered that stuff all I, yet. Yeah, uh, all I saw was the screenshot, but oh man. Honestly, that's all it took for me to see to be like, okay, I'm on board with this. What is this? Like, yep. Yep. Someone's and saying no Man's Sky, there's a Midnight thing. Suns gameplay reveal in five minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's happening here in just a few minutes. Uh, I think, is that in three minutes or four minutes, chat? Or is that in an hour? Oh, chat is saying there was some pre-alpha footage. I didn't see that. I think I'm looking at that right now. It looks like Dead Space spoilers. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it's the first one, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of stuff uh, they're showing, like, the dismemberment uh, stuff that exists in dead space and kind of a, what looks to be a dev zone, like giant gray walls with, you know, untextured boxes, et cetera, while he's dismembering a, a body. So it's dead space. That's uh, that's exactly what that stuff looks like. I think that is all that screenshot looked delicious though. Like, Let me see oh if man, I can find like, that. like dead space, dead space is already a horrifying game. And if they can actually port the whole experience over to look as good as the difference did between that screenshot, I am all for it. All for it. Yeah. Ooh, I had a tweet up if you want to find it. I, yeah, I, I'll just go to your I, Twitter. I, quote, yeah, I quote tweeted a page that linked it. It was uh, with like, there's like three people on the side talking about it. And then the screenshot in the middle. Lost Ark got delayed to next year. I saw the Lost Ark post, but I didn't read what was in it. Did you? Oh, no. I, I'm just seeing that in chat. I didn't know. Lost Ark delayed and the open beta was announced for November. According to their Twitter, says Bossy. Delayed to 2022. Oh, oh I think the, which one was Lost Ark? Remind me. It's a ARPG. Lost Ark is the ARPG MMO. Yeah. That uh, Amazon Games is okay. publishing here in the US. It's already out in uh, oh, Korea. They, they released an entire letter. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. I'll skip to that real quick. Back in June, we hold a closed technical aspect to do while delving into all the great feedback and data generated from our alpha and reviewing recent changes to the Korean version that we want to include in our release. We discovered a lot more work that need to be needed at launch, uh, to launch Lost Ark at the high quality bar our players deserve. While we've been launching early 2020, you won't have to wait until next year to get your hands on Lost Ark. Our closed beta test will be conducted from November 4th to November 9th. Okay. All right. Well, hey, you know what? Especially with a game with as many eyes on it as Lost Ark, and to be blunt, uh, Amazon Games cannot afford failures. Um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd I'd much rather them do it right than try to rush something out the door. We'll kind of, it's kind of crazy to think how many delays Amazon Games has put out on their games. <laughs> Dude, what's going to be what? Honestly, one of the most interesting things in gaming right now, in my opinion, is going to be two numbers. The amount of playing people playing New World on the first day, and the amount of people playing New World two months later. You think two I, months? I, I think am, a month later. Maybe, maybe even a month. Yeah. Maybe even a month. But I, I'm, I'm very interested to see, like, like if if new, if New World is a is a flop for all intents and purposes, um, that's gonna be like. Man, that's gonna be that's gonna be something you could write like dissertations on. <laughs> like, like that's gonna be a huge, huge, huge deal. Um, 
Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. There's lots of streamers that have been very public about the fact that they love the game. They can't wait for it, like all this stuff. And, and I'm, I'm very curious to see how they're going to be feeling about the game a month or two months later. Yeah. Well, that, that, that launches the end of this month, right? So September, end of September. Really the only thing that will <clears throat> combat that in terms of fight for gamers' attentions would probably be Battlefield in October, right? Like that's probably the next big online game to come out. About, after well, that. when's Endwalker? November? That's, yeah, November 19th November. for early access. So that's the next It'll one. We'll have some time. Yeah. It'll have some time. In terms of a direct game comparison, yeah. They'll have two months for that. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I I would be surprised if, at least from a Twitch point of view, I would be surprised if that's not a sub 10,000 game directory on, on Twitch after a month, after all the sponsor streams are gone. Yeah. 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 It'll be very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think they're premiering this gameplay for midnight suns now, but I, it's, it's an IGN special premiere. So they're kind of, they're, they're doing their IGN ness and teasing it out. Um, so we'll wait for an actual YouTube video to come out for all that type of stuff. Unless that's already out. We, we might check that out in the second uh, part of the show. But for now, we'll take a break. We'll come back, talk about the games we've been playing, uh, and uh, go from there. So thanks for watching Drop Frames. We will be right back after this quick break. We'll see you guys on the other side. Welcome back, everyone. Going to the second half here. Dropped frames. Zeke, let's start with you. I know you've been playing some uh, No More Heroes 3, and I haven't seen any gameplay of this. How is the third and, uh, I think, final No More Heroes? I think Suda51 is out there saying this is the end of Travis Touchdown's story. Yeah. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah. So, how is uh, how's the old No More Heroes? It's... No More Heroes? Excellent. It's excellent. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's it's got the same like the same style and swag that all the other like No More Heroes games played uh, or had. Um, and just before you ask, have I played the previous ones? I played one uh, No More Heroes one all the way through. I played No More Heroes two up to a certain point where a boss fight was um, difficult, but the frustrating part was that it was a ten minute like fight every time and then you have to do it again if you died and stuff like that so it was just like i quit i said i'm not doing this anymore but uh so i played you know a bit of two yeah and i loved i, I love the style and uh the it's it's got that pseudo weirdness that you you grow accustomed to if you play any of his games and uh it's just like the other games where uh you are you play travis touchdown which is obviously the best name of any video game character ever. <laughs> um, and you have a non-lightsaber, lightsaber. It's a lightsaber. Um, it's basically a fluorescent light on a stick that you hit things with. Um, and uh, there's a list of uh, aliens that have come down from the stars. And it's just like the first one. Like, there's ten of them. And you're trying to work your way up the list to be number one. Like the number one, like cosmic force of beatdownness. Yeah. Uh, by 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 uh, you know slashing your way through the the list, but it has all the all the signature 
No More Heroes 3 things, including uh, ways to make money. Well, you can mow the lawn. You can pick up trash. Naturally. You can like, do all these fucking like, weird-ass What is this, jobs. Yakuza? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But it's way more like menial. Like It's like, you know, Yakuza has like, if you're running around, it's like it's got this music and you're like, Oh my god, da, da, da. this is just like Travis touchdowns like he's just mowing the lawn with swag, you know, he's got a bop on, and you're just like moving this lawnmower over top of the grass. And then you get like, you know, money and uh there's two kinds of currency. There's like the money currency, which you pay for like uh consumables and whatnot, and then there's uh it's a, it has an acronym. It's like W E P M or W B P something, whatever. But it's uh, your power-ups um, uh, currency. So you go to your your home base, and there's like a, a cabinet, a, con- a game cabinet there. And you go to the game cabinet, and you power up your attack or your, your special or your whatever. Um, so in order to progress in the game, you have to defeat all of the 10 guys. But in order to get there, you have to have a certain amount of, it takes a certain amount of money, to open up the new area to go to it. But then once you get there, or well, at least once I did, like after the second one, because I'm on the third one right now, the third uh, space boss. Yeah. You realize like uh, the, the, or one, I am one of the, uh, the barriers for entry to fighting one of the bosses is you have to do these little fights. Like if you do like four or five little fights before you can get to the big fight. And the, the, the trash mobs are fucking hard. So you realize, like, oh, shit, I'm way under level. Okay. So you have the, like, you can't avoid doing, like, menial jobs and making money and powering yourself up and whatnot. So that's basically the loop. It's get money, get power, fight space alien boss. This is this is the second boss. Oh, okay. Um, and it is a... Uh, What's the name of this one? Is it polygonal or polygonal? Like, I'm not sure, like a polygon. Polygonal. Um. Yeah, it's a polygonal, like uh, uh, wearing pants, like di- like disco pants, a skirt, okay. like you you see it. It's it's fucking weird, and it's, it uh, I think it's called what was it called, guys? Like black hole face or something like that. <laughs> like they have the best names too. Like the next next boss I'm fighting, her name is Velvet Chair Girl. Okay, like, <laughs> I love it. The naming in this in, in these games are just fantastic. Mr. Black Hole. That's what it was. Mr. Black Hole. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun. It's raucous. Uh, the music in the game is fantastic. Uh, it's all kinds of different styles of music. There are um, nods, homages, Easter not, not necessarily Easter eggs, but like to uh, lots of other different genres, games, movies, all this type, of, all the type of stuff. Um, even some of the music. Like I was, I was in the overworld, like cruising around on my Akira bike, which is exactly what it is, slightly different, but it's definitely from Akira. Um, and uh, I heard like, it was like from Zelda. I'm like, that is fucking Zelda music right there. It's exactly like the first three notes are. It's, it, but that's everywhere. Like throughout the entire like experience thus far, it's nods to all that shit, like all kinds of different. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of like Ready Player One, 
but like in in video game form right sweet um but yeah it's fantastic it's an action game the thing that I, there's a couple things i don't like about it but it's i i probably didn't like it in the previous games um the controls are there's no move canceling which is really frustrating oh. because if you're in the middle of doing like a heavy attack, too. you go like, <laughs> you know, do like a slice <laughs> if you're in the middle of doing that, you are open to any attacks. They will just like whoop your ass. So you have to time your heavy attacks because you cannot stop. Can't like roll cancel or anything out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it also has, um, uh, um, input, input save, input saving. What is it called when you press a button and it doesn't happen until later because you're doing something oh, else? Queuing. Yeah, queuing. Yeah, input queuing. Input queuing. So, like, if you're in the middle of a heavy attack and you're like near the end of the heavy attack, uh, and you press a like a, a jump button after like a second after the heavy attack is done, then you'll do the jump. It's like, no, I wanted to do the jump when I pressed the button. <laughs> you know, it input buffering. There you go. Yeah, it has that, so you got to get used to that. But I mean, we 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 played games like that. Dark Souls has it, you know, input buffering. It's just something you you get used to. It's frustrating to 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 play like that after being spoiled with games that are like, oh, you press the button and it happens. No matter what you're doing at the time, the thing you want to do happens then. Um, sure. But you don't play. I mean, I don't personally play the game for the you know uh, crisp controls. It's more for the style, the swag, the weirdness, the story. Um, yeah, it's it's if you, I'm sure we'll talk about Psychonauts too, but it's 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 much like that. Like if you like the original, you're gonna love this one too. It's really really good thus far. Cool. I'm excited to jump back into it. I'll be jumping back into it tomorrow. Nice. How many how many bosses are there? Aren't there six or eight or something like that? Eight ten. member. There's ten. Okay. Top ten. There you go. The top ten. Mm-hmm. And every time you beat one, it's got that um, that old uh, uh, video game cabinet like leaderboard screen. It's all in like eight bit. Oh, nice! Has like yeah, has has the name and the the score or something like that. Nice, cool. Is that Switch only, or is it also on PC? Apologies if you already said that. <sighs> it's Switch only. It is Switch only. That's what I thought. That's kind Switch. of what is keeping me away from it. Yeah. No, I I get that. I absolutely get that, and that's another complaint that I have. Um, I either want to complain that people didn't follow Nintendo's suit because they were first with the controllers and stuff of putting B and A in the opposite, you know, non-alphabetical order. I wish everybody like Xbox, Xbox's controllers did that. Or I wish Nintendo was like, all right, we give up. We'll do it now. <laughs> never, quarter. never something. It'll never happen. Fuck, man. Playing PC games, I use an Xbox controller. I use my Elite controller for PC games. Yeah. And I tried to do a garbage, the garbage collecting side mission, and it's a slow time event. It's not even a quick time event. It's a slow time event. Super easy to get, but I failed it like three times in a row, not getting any of the button prompt presses correctly because... <laughs> I had it backwards every time. It's like, press B. That's B. Nope, that's A, dickhead. No, I'm going to press B this time. No, you didn't. You pressed X. You went on the other side of the controller for that because you were so fucking anxious before the fucking prompt came up. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll probably never change that. 
It's just how it goes. Just how it goes. I know. Uh, and for those of you saying, yeah, I can remap it, but it doesn't <coughs> remap it on the screen. Right. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But, I mean, it's it's whatever. Like, going back from using an Xbox controller to playing any Nintendo games, it's not, like, it's not something I do a lot. I don't play a lot of Nintendo games. So it doesn't... Uh, doesn't affect me a lot, but every like when I have to play something on Nintendo, man, it's a bitch. That's how it goes. They're not <laughs> going to change anytime soon, most likely. Uh, Co, you checked out the Writer's Republic Open Beta. I think you were the only one. I did. To do so yeah how uh, how was that? We had we heard a lot of favorable things about it. Uh, did you find it favorable? Did you enjoy it? It's Watch Dogs Two. All over again. I have no idea what that statement means. <laughs> so the gameplay is actually pretty fun. It's okay. kind of cool. I, I liked the zooming around. I, I liked it. But oh my God, everything in between the gameplay is basically like a group of 40 to 50 year olds in a room saying, how can we cater to the kids? Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's like all the dialogue is like, yeah, that was Flip nasty shiz nozzle. That was so cool, <laughs> man. That was the sickest of the super dank nasty. And it's just like, and in some cases, there's the characters like 40 years old talking like this. And it's just, it's, it's so painful. It's so, I think as gamers get older, I kid you not. I think that it would benefit companies for games like this to have a toggle in the options. And it's just an on off and it's lit question mark. And that's it. So it's like, would uh, you like your game to be lit? Or are you a generally normal person? Because like, it yeah. is so <laughs> difficult to, to like actually get any kind of like, you know, want to continue in the, like boomer mode, call it boomer mode. Boomer yes mode. or no. Um, absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, like the game was actually pretty cool. I liked the racing. You can go in, dude, I kid you not. You put it in first person on like a downhill bike mode. Legit reminded me of pod racing. Like, I said it as a joke, and then I was like, oh, God, like, this actually kind of feels like pod racing. Like, you're taking turns super fast. You're, you know, you're breaking on corners and sliding around them. Like, it actually was really fun. This was pretty cool, too. Uh, every so often, there's, like, big events where you just you and hundreds of people, or I think it's, like, 75 or something, like, some large amount of people okay. uh, get together in, like, a giant race, and then you just, like, race against them. Um, I mean, there's a lot of really fun, cool stuff in this. There's skiing. There's biking, there's snowboarding, there's trick stuff, there's rocket bikes, there's air things. This mode here, watch this. Oh, it's not here yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. So if you notice, like, the back of my skis, now it's rocket skiing. And then you keep going down, and eventually you go off, like, a, a hill, and then all of a sudden you're flying, and you have to then fly through uh, different stuff. Like, there's some, again, there's some really fun, cool stuff in this game. Um, even getting between the missions is done in, like, this open-worldy style that, that's actually pretty enjoyable. But yeah, oh man, they really try hard the dialogue between it and they try to add like um you know just like super cool characters and it 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 really hurts. Uh it really hurts at times. You'll see right here, I think I miss it this time. Yeah, I was pretty pissed. You I actually you get pretty pissed here. But if you watch this, when you make it through <laughs> Oh god, okay. Maybe third Round try, third three. try, third try. When when you actually make it through there, you'll you'll see what I'm talking about here. Oh god. Okay. Well, maybe not. What were we trying to do there, um, bud? It's right here. He got it. Here we go. Check it out. Boom. There you go. So then you're in the air and you're floating around and you're doing like air stuff, which is kind of fun. So, uh, yeah, three, three, four times a charm. Now are these? Um, but yeah, 
Are these player-made levels, or is this all Yubi levels? I have no idea if player-made levels are even a thing. Okay. I'm pretty sure I did um, all Ubi levels. There are, for, for the record, a lot of Ubi levels. And then they also have, like, challenges in between them. Here's first-person mode, which is oh, man. really cool, to be honest. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it, it's there's a lot of cool racing in here. Uh, I, I think if you just fast... Like, there's really nothing. There's nothing... Uh, content worthy in those cutscenes. so if you just like you know skip through them which you can do thankfully um i think it's just fine if you're like me and you really just don't like that kind of the the lit speak um you can just like go through them but no i had a good time with it and what i will say is i looked for it but couldn't find it but if this game has an easy to an easy to do race system where you can race with your buddies like i could see it being like a, a super cool thing to do with like your streaming community and stuff yeah let me ask you this. See, right there, you fly through a ring and you're back on, like, downhill. Right, no, right. That's the aspect I love about it. That I, I, This is the first time I'm seeing it. That's I think that's a fucking brilliant Real idea quick. to make, make races, like, completely uh, different from, from section to section of the race. Sure. Yeah. Well, like, a, you know, uh, like somebody, a triathlon. Somebody yeah. in chat said, how will Co handle it when his kids, when they get to teenage and speak like that in the game? Oh, that's when I, I'll just give them to someone else. <laughs> Just pass them, pass them along. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, that's true. That's true. Uh, let me ask you this though: This is a full price game on release, <laughs> right, Co? Like it'll be a sixty dollars uh, game. I believe it is. I think it's like a steep kind of thing. So I think this is basically like a multi, a multi, uh, uh, yeah, multi, multi use. What was the best thing here? What am I trying to say? Multi vehicular, multi. Sure, that works. Multi something steep. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, d- like. That's maybe where I I have is there enough uh, variance in the gameplay types and in just the of what you play? Did it seem like there was going to be a lot, like sixty dollars worth of this, or is that maybe it where really, you're a little worried? If you can get, if you like this kind of thing, I f- I feel the same way about this game as I would like a racing game. Okay, like if you if you know you're some people. Oh, man, this part was rough. This part was really rough because you're I kept going back like right before the crash. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, it's kind of like a racing game. If you're invested, oh man, if it's you're invested fun, though, in, I, I like uh, oh it is, it is. If you're invested in the gameplay loop, I think you could absolutely get sixty dollars out of this game. Okay. You get stars, I think they are for for doing different challenges, and like each race, you can get like anywhere between like one to five stars depending on how you're doing and such. Um, I was racing against a guy with 2,200 stars. Holy shit. Okay. In the closed beta, apparently, was the only other, other time he had played. So, right. I mean, there are people that are clearly getting, you know, are going to get their worth out of this game, no question. And the gameplay loop itself, if you like racing and stuff, it's pretty fun. Like, I had a pretty damn good time with it. Uh, these types of games are not normally my jam, so I don't know if I personally would get 60 bucks out of it. I'm not even sure if I'm going to buy it yet. Yeah. But I will say that the time that I played with it, uh, outside of the the lit speak, I had a good time with it. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I, I having played the crew two and seeing how quick it goes, like we just saw right there, from skis to like jetpack. I kind of wonder if they saw what they did with the crew and like brought that into here. Like it, it's a hybrid of like steep plus a little bit of the mechanics from crew two built into whatever this be Riders Republic. Um, well, I'm curious to see how this does also on just like a sales thing because they clearly thought that Steep needed a rework, right? Like this could have been Steep too in a lot of ways. Oh, this is just, yeah, absolutely. It does feel like like even even the Overland game between the events and stuff because we played a tiny bit of Steep. 
Yeah. Uh, it feels very similar. Yeah. It feels very similar. That makes a lot of sense. They're, they're probably utilizing a lot of different tech uh, or a lot of the same tech rather. This is the, the rocket bike. Oh God. It handle it handles about as well as you would think a rocket <laughs> bike would. Yeah. It's cool. They're keeping it fun though. And it's not, it's not just like all real world things. Oh yeah. 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 It's very much like you see that guy that just rode by a giraffe, I think, or something like there's, there's a lot of like, it's very goofy. Yeah. I saw very, the giraffe and the, the yeah. T-Rex costume, I think uh, is what Jericho was using, which is just a giant inflatable mm-hmm. T-Rex type deal. that looks about what you would expect in terms of absurdity. It's pretty fun mm-hmm. seeing those people crash. <laughs> I miss a racing game oh, with dude. good crashes. <laughs> At one point, it was just like showing an end race scene, and I'm just like randomly talking, and this girl like, ah, like tumbles and flies <laughs> and breaks her arms in multiple places, and then just and then just lays there on the ground. Jesus and I was Christ. just like, is, <laughs> like she's dead. Is there like, an option for you collision? You just watch someone die. Um, I don't, I know that when I played against other people, I was definitely like, people were saying it was like all guys in some ways, like you definitely were kind of like, it had, it, it's a little laggy. So yeah. you don't, you never really know, like if it's just lagging a little bit or if you're actually bumping into people, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a little, a little weird. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, I know both of you have played, uh, Psychonauts 2. Did you both finish it? Are you guys both? I did. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Zeke finished it. Uh, I, I played for probably four or five hours, but haven't uh, gone back after that. Not cause it's not any good. It's just haven't gone back to it yet. Uh, let's talk about it here for a little while. I'll, I'll pull up footage from both of you guys. Zeke, uh, I think you are probably arguably the biggest Psychonauts fan out of the three of us. How'd you, uh, how'd you feel about the second one? Uh, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, it picks up right where the, where the game left off. Uh, the first game left off, not counting, um, the VR, uh, the VR game, yeah, which I bought and uh, it was on sale. But uh, it picks up like a day after I think <laughs> the last game uh, finishes, and uh, it goes right into it. It jumps right <laughs> in, and it's it's just like quick Zeke, uh, not to stop you, but we have people but, in chat that are requesting no spoilers. Just a heads up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm showing. Oh, okay, sure. No, I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that to you. No. This Make is very joke. early on in the game. This is part two of the VOD, so. If, um, if it cuts to any major story stuff, since I've seen this, I'll skip. I'll, I'll cut away. No, this should be fine. This is this is the first, yeah. very first area. Yep. Um, yep. So uh, the story starts, and you, uh, Raz, Rasputin, um, are you start in the uh, you are a fledgling member of the official Psychonaut. Um, you have a, what? It's a not an intern. It is you have an intern. A, they, they, is it intern? Is it called intern? Yeah, yeah. you're an intern okay. of the the psychonauts. Yeah. Okay, I thought there was a different word for it, but I think yeah, it's they intern. They give you like a, I mean, like a sticker, right? That says like intern on it or something. Yeah, yeah. The point that I um, played yeah. up until it said intern. Yeah. So you start in this the the um, um, lobe, the um, mother mother lobe, mother lobe, mother lobe. the mother lobe, um, mother lobe. And, yeah, it has uh, all these different places. Like this is like the this is like the food court kind of. It looks like. Um, but you see right off the bat, you got a, a shop for, uh, a barbershop, bowling, mailroom, all this kind of stuff. Uh, you look at the map and you can go to, um, the classrooms where they, where they teach you how to be psychonauts and all this stuff. But, uh, the first thing that, that happens to you is the, the, the students that have already been there or the interns that have already been there, they kind of haze you a little bit. So you have to go through a little bit of trial with those guys. Yeah. Um, but it's all about 
the uh, the story, the visuals, the music, uh, the sound design is like all of that shit. Voice acting, sound design, uh, graphics, music, style, like it's all top notch. It's all exactly like like it's it's what you want from an updated like new version of Psychonauts. Um, they got it seems like they got all the the voice actors back to do the voices from yeah. the previous game. I didn't detect um, there anyone's off voice so there will be a couple of voices you recognize uh the voice of raz is uh invader zim but also uh you will uh find lur i think his name the, from invader zim um he's in there as well and uh it's just it's about you it's about exploring it's about collecting uh all the there's like uh psycho there's cards and money and um uh when you're inside the brain you you collect um the figments just like you used to you collect the um uh ha- there's half of mines that you collect and the half of mines like you combine them if you get two of them it ups your uh your health stat yeah um there's your psychonaut uh, badges for all your powers there's an upgrading system for every power you have so like pyrokinesis you you form like a little ball of fire and then if you upgrade it it becomes bigger uh, upgrade again it burns longer so on and so forth um but uh yeah it's just the thing that the, the things that stand out for me are the things that you love from psychonauts is just better <laughs> it's just more psychonauts in a lot of ways yeah yeah, yeah. um what you any any anything else to add to that i, I think <laughs> zeke covered a lot of it not i mean zeke, zeke covered pretty much all of my thoughts as well i was incredibly surprised by this game yeah i did not finish the original psychonauts i played it like 20 years ago barely remembered any of it when they announced this it kind of came in under the radar in fact i had almost i knew it was coming but i not did not realize how quickly it was coming crazy when i when i saw it coming up here um when i when i started playing it i was like i'll just check it out no i wasn't even i didn't even know if i was going to do do a full playthrough this game is awesome it is it is like a game from the old days. It is nearly bug-free. It is really well-made. The music was on point. The graphics were beautiful. The systems all worked well. Everything just kind of clicked. The voice acting was funny. The game itself was funny. Like, uh, it was, it is such a unique and special game. And it's on Game Pass, which yep. is even better. So, I mean, it it uh, it really surprised me. I enjoyed every minute. I ended up finishing the entire thing and even running around post-game. Because they like change the game in post game, you can run around and talk to people and stuff. Um, oh man, I tell you, the level design is so incredibly unique. There's no other game like it, and uh, yeah, it's a fantastic experience, beginning to end, and one of the most enjoyable games I played this year. Yeah. And someone asked in chat, and it's a very important thing to. Um, did you swallow a squeaky toy, dude? It's coughing. <laughs> coughing. Sorry. Like a squeaky toy. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, no, Zeke. Like, do, <laughs> do you need to play the first one to play this one? And my answer to you uh, is twofold. One, get Game Pass. It's the best deal in gaming. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even sponsored. I'm not paid to fucking say that. It's seriously the best deal in gaming to get good games. Second, it's on Game Pass. Play it. Don't don't ask if you need to play the first one. Play the first Psychonauts. It's fucking good. It's still good. Play it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no third part actually uh do you need to play the first one you should but there's a four minute recap video at the beginning of this game 
So if you've never played it or it's been years, they kind of catch you up. So yeah, yeah. I mean the 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 length of the first both games game, are on Game Pass, by the way. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. The length of the first game uh, tells a tells a rather quick story, um, and a lot of it is you're playing the game for the dialogue playing both games really for the dialogue, the like little small tangents that characters will take you on, uh, which are oftentimes the funniest aspects of the game. Um, and I think that rings true in the, uh, the second one specifically for me. Um, and yeah, Co, Co also, I, I want to reiterate the level design in this game is so, so crazy. good. Just incredible. <laughs> nothing else like it. Yeah. Also, I, I want to read something uh, that somebody said from chat. And honestly, I, I really couldn't agree more. This is by uh, Cool Coolo. Mental illness is talked and joked about, but in a way that doesn't make the illness the butt of the joke. Sure. Very nice. And I agree. Like there are some, in some cases, there's some really kind of heavy things that they talk about in this game, yeah. especially involving things that in some other forms could be kind of triggering. But the way that they present it and the way that they talk about it is not only pretty respectful, but it's it's actually, it's funny. It, it like they do it in a really intelligent way yeah so props to double fine for that i would agree with that as well yeah also i i tweeted this and i'm just going to go ahead and say it again in the off chance that somebody's watching all guys if you don't collab on special map packs with double fine you are crazy <laughs> like having having psychonauts to maps in fall guys that there's basically maps in this that are already fall guy level like seriously, like you're True. running around and jumping on platforms and things are whipping back and forth. And like, it would be perfect to have like three or four maps that are Psychonauts to All Guys collabs. It would be perfect. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. okay. You're, you're saying that would, that's like something you would like to see, not something that's already a thing. Oh, oh no, no, no. Something I'd like to see. Okay. Like if they're not okay. doing that, they're crazy. Like they're both fantastic companies and like it would make, it's it's just, it would make so much sense. Yeah. I'll sense. tell you, I'd, I'd, I'd fire Fall Guys again if they had a Psychonauts like theme level or yep. levels. It's true. Let me ask you that guys would be this: incredibly cool collab. As as two folks who have finished this, um, and and Co, this also goes to you as as well. Uh, even though you didn't finish the first one, uh, the first one you know falls under the like cult classic type deal. It wasn't, you know, it was it was well received critically, but it wasn't a big smash hit in a lot of ways commercially. Does this game push it to be kind of that big smash hit, or is it another cult classic? Go ahead, Zeke. Um, God, it's, I mean, it's got a lot of publicity behind it because of uh, Xbox and Game Pass and how they're really supporting Double Fine. And, and I, it's, I don't know, though. It's, it's still very quirky. It's one of those things, I, and I said it while I was playing it to my to the chat. I said, "This is one of those art, like artsy, stylized things that if you don't like the aesthetics or how they like, like the 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 way they size things or place things is is uh, it's very Tim Burtony, very haphazard uh, a lot of times. And uh, if you don't like the coloring or anything like the, the aesthetics, it's going to be hard to play the game. Yeah. Yes." But and if you if this if this sort of thing appeals to you, then absolutely, I could I, I could absolutely understand uh, someone looking at the game going, I can't look at this. It's it's not for me. It's the, it's the asymmetry, the weird angles and shits, and not my thing. It's my thing for sure. But you know, cult. I don't know if it's it's. I think it's 
a little big to be a cult classic now. Like now that it's got all the backing, but they are. I mean, they're they're treating it like a like a, it's going to be a big game. Like there's a lot of marketing. Game Pass, yeah. It's full fucking price. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sixty dollar product. Yeah, outside of yeah. Game Pass. Um, Co, in, in uh, any varying thoughts on that? So I I pretty much agree with Zeke, and he said exactly what I was going to say, which is this this game as a game is a six like a probably i probably call it a 60 dollars experience when you think a triple a game i mean everything's high quality everything works uh it's really well done the voice acting is super on point like in terms of the game it is a fantastic experience beginning to end in terms of the aesthetic it is a weird game it is a <laughs> weird psychedelic mind trip of a game it is not going to be for everyone the people that play this game are are going to be people that kind of enjoy that very weird off the beaten path kind of thing. Just the characters look super odd, yeah. um, especially in their like 3D way, like the way that they draw things. Like you look at the there's, there's this rat character. The way they look at him the first time, he's they're like, <laughs> dude, I stared at the like rat for like ten minutes. I and know laughed. it's it's very strange. It's very strange. Um, so you know if that's your thing, if you like weird. Yeah. then I think that you'll really love this game. But I also think, just like Zeke said, there's going to be people that take one look at this and they're just like, this, I want my farm, you know, animal farmville town stuff. Like, this is a, this is weird. This is drugs. I don't do drugs. Oh, no. You know, like, it's, it's just, I think there's going to be some people who are going to be immediately turned off because it's so outside people's normal comfort zone. Um, and in that, in that regard, I think it will probably be a little bit classic-y. But in terms of that, um, it is one of the most well-made cult classic style games uh i think i've ever played uh i it was you know it was really good Th this game almost brought a tear to my eye just because of how well it was eliciting emotions at times like just some things clicked so well that i was just like overwhelmed you know like with, in terms of how things were going it was it was a really impressive game it is double fine is back they are very much back yeah um it's and it's got some content to it like how like it my hours probably shouldn't be the ones that are like the gauge, but like I had about 28, 29 hours in the game and I did a lot of side stuff. I, I, I wandered around quite a bit. Um, also, I'm not good at 3D platforming. I knew that back in yeah. when Mario 64 was a thing. I was, I knew I was bad at it then and I'm still bad at it now because I cannot do depth perception or perspective very well uh when it comes to platforming so sure that probably added to the hours but it does have some content it does have some uh cool things uh cool side stuff if you if you care to care to explore a little bit and i did i did a bit of it like if, if it's any indication i got uh about 45 of 57 achievements okay well, i went mostly straight through it did a little side stuff here and there it took me about 16 hours yeah uh, that, i that's what I read was 16 to 20 hours. Um, and for the record, at 16 hours, at a $60 game, uh, normally I say about two bucks per hour, but this this was real high quality hours. I'd say 60 bucks for the 16 hour game is just fine. Cool. Cool. Um, someone Again, and, it's on Game Pass, so awesome. It's on Game Pass. You know, that's always something, <laughs> yeah. the asterisks on anything that we're saying. It's on Game Absolutely. Pass. Absolutely. Yeah. It's on Game Pass, which is um, freaking amazing. I remember seeing this and I'm glad uh, Leland Grant in my chat brought it up. Um, he said, I like how you can turn off falling damage and uh, other options uh, within the options. So if you're just not into platforming or you just want to see the story aspect of this, you can just like breeze through it. 
um, and, and kind of take the struggle out of it in a lot of ways and just get the uh, the funny quips and the funny writing because uh, there's a lot of that in this game. And in fact, I would say oh, yeah. it's the heart of the, the game in a lot of ways um, is the characters and the voice acting and, and the story in general. So check yeah, it out. I see you all 20, 24 hours, 100%, all the achievements. Yeah, I see you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're great. Okay. Pat on the, here's my verbal pat on the back. There you go. Glad we got that out there. Uh, Co, is this Icarus beta stuff still going? Was this a one weekend oh, deal? It's it was one a one weekend, weekend deal. Okay, let's talk about it. I saw this uh, pop up over the weekend, uh, and also introduce what Icarus is because I think a lot okay. of people see this and think survival game, but there's some quirkiness to this. Yes, it, Icarus is Dean Hall's. Let's get that out of the way early. It, yes. it is Dean Hall's of Daisy's um, next game. It is a primarily a survival game. Uh, it is it is generally a Rust style game. It does have some interesting stuff to it, though. Uh, right now, this this beta was a sandbox. It was not really the game itself. Oh, okay. Uh, it has a nice tech tree. It has some decent building stuff. It has some basic survivability elements. And the gotcha, the thing that is going to be something that is going to like hopefully give the game some longevity, is the fact that you're dropped onto a planet. You have to work your way into establishing a, a quick base and stuff, but the point is that you have to expedition out to get this stuff called exotic matter. And then once you have that, you go back to your pod, you get off the planet, and if you don't before a certain time limit, which is days long, then your character is perma-dead, from what I understand. Huh. Um, and then you take that up to the, the top, and you buy a bunch of stuff for your next run. So there's like, th there's the tech tree. It's four different tiers, and the tech Dang. tree kind of leads you down basic uh crafting stuff you also have a perk tree where you can kind of perk out your character to you know be better at different things get more resources from harvesting and such like that so the premise is that you're constantly like going up and going down getting exotic matter growing out your character growing out your repertoire of available things as you're buying stuff off the space station before you go back down there's supposedly going to be a bunch of different biomes there's going to be like reasons to explore the planet things like that this is a very basic test it was in like one biome uh, it didn't have any of like the big storm events, which is something you have to look out for. And uh, it it what the the Icarus beta was is it was a very small look at what could be. And it this game could be super cool. I could see myself playing this game for a good amount of time if they add enough interesting area to explore. If they add good reasons to explore. If there's interesting reasons to go back down after going to the top. Um, if the storm stuff is engaging and interesting, right now, basically, you have to build a little place. And when a storm comes, you have to get in it or you get exposed too much and I think you die or lose health or something. Huh. Um, if there's very interesting, like, natural develop disasters and stuff that you have to prepare for and avoid, that could be really cool. But really, all we saw from the beta was that the building mechanics are definitely in in the game. Um, the the harvesting and stuff is working as intended. There was just some animals running around, but they were kind of buggy and, and you know, kind of weird. Um, there is a fire system which caused some very interesting i saw a lot of that to come out of this game yes yeah uh, and the fire system is pretty fun i do i do like how they did that um for some reason my my house kept catching on fire i don't really what caused really it so I, I saw that happen to a bunch of different streamers what causes the fire to occur so some of the best clips are basically you walk through fire or you get set on fire okay. and then at that point anything you touch can begin the process of your base burning down <laughs> so, like, uh, one of the best clips, I think, to be blunt, is from a streamer named Burke Black, and they, the, the late shift, his crew, had built a relatively big base, and it's from Gassy Mexican's perspective, who is AFK, 
and you see Burke accidentally walk through the fire and then start walking around the house, not realizing he's setting the whole thing on fire. And then when Gassy Mexican sits back down, he's literally staring at an inferno and Burke screaming that he doesn't know what happened. And uh, it was pretty fantastic. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting system. Um, apparently, you can build stone and stuff later, so it becomes a lot less of an issue. But yeah, it's uh, it it definitely is a lot of fun. What's also cool about it is the fire system is very cool. When something burns, it like catches on fire, and then the HP goes down, and then little tiny bits and pieces of it start falling off. So it's like it's a pretty it's a pretty in you know intense system. It's not just like fire on or fire off state. You know, like they actually have things. It's it's a very ASMR experience as you're you know everything's crackling and falling apart bit by bit around you so yeah it, it's a it's definitely one of the highlights what uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to find the clip here real quick you, uh, big question i think uh when anyone sees uh dean's name attached to a game is you think this will ever see 1.0 <laughs> right. so here's the thing here's the thing dean dean is famous for daisy and he's famous for the project taking forever and not really getting done um to his credit, or not not to his credit, uh, the game went very slowly. And, you know, like, that was a big deal. However, uh, Dean left the project years ago. So there's that. Hey, buddy. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it's the kind of thing where, um, do I think this project could succeed? There's there's a lot of people working on this project. So I, I absolutely think it could succeed. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and I will say it's, for a beta, it's in a pretty good spot. So, you know, it definitely does still have some work, but at the same time, um, I, just from what I've played there, there's definitely a lot of potential in Icarus for sure. And I, and I plan on definitely revisiting it as it goes on in the following weeks and months, they're going to be doing different betas over the weekend and they're going to be doing different biomes, different weather effects, all that kind of stuff. So I'm planning on kind of dipping in on those and checking out the different biomes, seeing how they are and, you know, seeing how they all function and stuff. Dude, um, that heat distortion is fucking cool. Yeah, like it's the, it's the a cool fire heat system. wave distortion, like the way it makes yeah. it like wavy, like it's awesome. That's really. By cool. the way, one of the best parts of that clip is Gassy just sits down, and I think he's basically just like, "What the?" F <laughs> yeah, let's see. Like he just looks around. Uh, it's, it's, it's really great. And of course, the, another great part of this clip is at the beginning when Burke's walking around, not having any idea what he's doing. You can see him just like casually walking around. Yeah, it's, Max goes, what the actual fuck? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. So I wasn't really paying attention until there was fire on the screen because once I saw building, I kind of tuned out. So you may have <laughs> covered this. Um, is there, are there enemies? Like, is there like a, anything to fight or? Not really now. Mm -hmm. um, apparently okay. the, I think it's called like, it's, it's, it's exotic matter, which I think what you're going to be getting eventually is in mm -hmm. hazardous areas. So the, none of that is in the game right now. None of, none of those systems are on. This was just a super basic beta test this last weekend. But eventually okay. you will have to get the tools together to survive in the areas where you can go and get the exotic matter. In terms of, of enemies, there were wolves and there were bears, and they will very much kill you. Um, but they are in a very basic state right now, and fighting them is also in a pretty basic state. So they, they, were, they were, you know, if you were trying, they were little more than a nuisance. Um, but they would kill you if you let them, for sure. Hmm. So basically, so uh, base building isn't like a mandatory thing. Base building is a somewhat mandatory thing because I don't know if they're going to have caves. And one of the big things in this game is that there are storms that you can't be out in. Like basically the idea behind Icarus, the lore behind Icarus is that this was a planet that they attempted to terraform and failed. 
So uh, you actually have like oxygen, like you can't breathe on this planet. So you're having to build like oxygen tanks and use oxide to fill balloons. And then you breathe out of the balloons and stuff like that. So I, I when you, when a storm comes, a bar starts filling at the bottom called exposure. And I thankfully have not gotten to the point where it fills up, but I'm pretty sure that, um, that that's not a good thing. That being said, if you get covered, then the exposure bar quickly starts going down. So it may be the kind of thing where you can just find caves and things like that. And then just, you know, go into the caves during storms or, you know, find local caves and kind of wait out the storms in there and then keep exploring. But the main point of the game is to get the exotic matter. Um, and I, you're going to have to be a little prepared to get that. And, you know, depending on how you play the game, I, I'm not sure how many options they're giving you in terms of allowing you to like, you know, level up and stuff without building a base. Do they, do they give you, now I know this is, this is just real nitpicky and shit, but do they give you any like reasoning as to why like there's plants and fire and all that shit, but no oxygen? Oh, absolutely. They attempted okay. to terraform the planet and failed. So the premise is that like even the animals and stuff are, they were brought from earth and genetically modified to exist on this planet. Um, and they're kind okay. of like, you know, like every, everything is, is tailored to this environment, but, but it's not tailored for human life, which is why you have the okay. oxygen stuff. It was a failed venture as a, as a, as a okay. whole on the planet. This is just from what I understand. This is just from what I've heard from like random streams and snippets. There may be more to it. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. No, yeah honestly, it just, it just like stuck in my, stuck in my mind. I was like, no oxygen, but fire. Okay. Uh, and actually, uh, let me, but... let me, let me, hold on. Let me correct this a little bit. It's not that there isn't oxygen. It's that the air is toxic for humans. So you have to breathe yeah. the oxygen. So it, it, there, there is obviously oxygen because the fire and, and stuff. It's just the air is toxic. Sure. Um, video that. games. Some, someone said <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, now, I don't know if this is true or not, but I don't know if you heard or saw Co, but someone said humdrum in my chat said Dean Hall spent hours in different streamers chat answering questions and listening to feedback. Yes. Oh, I think he was even on Sacral stream. Yeah, that's probably yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would, I saw yeah. multiple streamers. I think Anthony Compan as well yeah. uh, had that he was going to be playing with devs. Uh, Dean Hall has to his credit. Dean Hall, to his credit, is trying very hard to make this a success. It's basically been everything he's been talking about and doing for like the last little bit. And if you if you believe what he's saying, he's going to be working on this a lot over the next little bit before it comes out. Yeah. The cool thing about this is, unfortunately, you do have to pay to get into the the beta, so there is that. But at the same time, uh, according for their according to their their open beta schedule, like we're going to be seeing a lot of different aspects of the games as the open beta stuff happens. So if you don't want to give Dean Hall any money, um, just stay tuned to the open betas and see if it's progressing to a point where you feel comfortable playing it. I can tell you from playing it already, it feels much more like a game than honestly Daisy ever felt for me. Daisy always had this just like inherent jank to it. Yeah. This felt like an actual survival game. Like it felt like a Rust game. You know, like the, the core components worked fine. You can see I'm sitting here building. I'm not really having any issues. There's a little weirdness, you know, placing some pillars and stuff. But I mean, I in terms of building and everything, it felt like a pretty standard survival game. Yeah. I want to say too that Dean has like fairly large backing, uh, monet monetary, monetarial back. Yes. What am I trying to say? He's got a lot of money in this game. That's <laughs> yes. helpful to make it. Uh, um, yeah. I remember he was at uh, Sacriel's wedding and uh, kind of pitched this game to most people there. Um, so he's been working on it for a while with his team. Dean's also mm -hmm. a really funny guy just to hang out with in general. Type of guy that went to <laughs> Sacriel's wedding and uh, instead of renting a normal car, Opted for a Lambo uh, <laughs> and drove that to Chris's wedding as his rental 
<laughs> so, was it yeah. was it missing like a door part of a tire like <laughs> like like daisy or no nope it was uh you know it was just a casual lambo did it, did it have just out of curiosity did it have like a daisy zombie painted on the hood or? no it was a rental no? so he didn't he didn't get a chance to uh i'm fairly certain that he actually like went there was some what did he do he like went and returned it for a different sports car or some shit there was something about the lambo that he didn't quite like so he wouldn't get something else if i recall correctly that was a while ago you have something that doesn't like go so fast dean's a character he, he's a lot of fun to hang out with he's he's a wild one for sure so he, he did really well yeah. with daisy essentially is, is what i'm getting so anyway there. tldr i actually after playing this i do have relatively high hopes for this cool one. okay um yeah it looks like it could be cool and i'm planning on kind of following the open betas and and seeing how it develops do you run? I, I know some of the bugs were the the funnier clips that I saw. Do you have any good bugs that you ran into? We ran into a good amount of bugs, but most of them involved fire in some way. I will say, uh, me and Barry found a very interesting uh, bug where if you if you flip through your inventory quickly with the mouse wheel, it would lag me out frequently. And then at one point, Barry just in comms goes, "Hey, Co, can you can you do that again real quick?" And I was like, "What? Flip through the inventory?" And I do real quick, and he just kind of goes. Yeah, that's totally lagging my game out too. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? And Weird. sure enough, we started testing it. If if either player starts like really flipping through their inventory quickly, so like a bunch of items are appearing in front of them fast, basically the whole server- The server can't out. keep up with it. So, Interesting. Needless to say, um, the game is is definitely in beta. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. they'll get this stuff addressed. Too many server calls or something, I guess, was lagging it out. Weird. Yeah. Games Do you feel like you had like a like a goal like all the time? It, did it oh, ever feel like be blunt, like you oh, had I zero just, goals. i'm just gonna build blah 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 oh yeah there, there's there's really nothing to do in the beta it was just to it was just to play around with the game mechanics you couldn't get the exotic matter i don't even think you could leave the planet like it really was for all like there's a lot of companies that oh. use the term beta loosely mm. this was an actual beta like or, well actually i'd say it was more of an alpha really they even because i mean there were core components missing there were entire entire like cornerstones of the game are not in the game yet so it was really just like a little sandboxy kind of look at what you can do in the game. A lot cool. of skills and stuff had like not available in beta, you know, on top of them. So you couldn't get them. I am pulling up this footage real quick that came out for Midnight Suns. Uh, we'll look at this here real quick. I only bring it up because it's a little interesting. So uh, this game which was announced last week. This is the gameplay reveal. We saw the cutscene oh, reveal last Firaxis's week. this is Firaxis' game, right? Yes. This is 2K and Firaxis with the Marvel IP. So, it is a card-based strategy game. Uh, the team roster is three heroes plus environment impacts gameplay. The cards can be upgraded. Uh, and there is a... I'm reading tags from uh, Nibillion's Twitter, uh, who is a like industry news insider type person. Uh, there's a social system uh, that impacts tag team abilities between heroes. So it's a card AP. XCOM thing. AP. Yeah. AP. What's that? Do you buy the card pack? I don't know. I would, I would, that's a good question, actually. I wonder if they, they cover that. I don't actually know that answer, uh, even uh, being NDA'd about this game. Oh, God, I hope not. I would think not. I, I would think that. I would hope not. Let's go with that. I wouldn't think one yeah. way or the other. I would hope not. 
Uh, Anytime I see cards, unfortunately, I have to be like, oh, unless it's like a Slay the Spire kind of deal or something. Right, right. Yeah. They're not, I'm not out yet. I'm not out yet. I'm so, so I want to see what this is about. I mean, that was fairly short in terms of the... here. Okay, here's a little bit more. Okay. So it's ex commie in the sense that you're in like a little arena type situation, but it's nothing else. It's not grid based or anything. It's huh. So it looks like you combo the card type situation. Yeah. I, I don't know about the, um, pretty. I'm, yeah. gu I'm guessing the cards add like an RNG element to it. then, Like, whatever cards you draw like that's what you get that's what you're able to do that round or something yeah i, I guess they're probably that saying that in the video right but i'm i'm not, we're not getting the audio <coughs> huh it's kind of short on the actual gameplay stuff a lot of uh in gameplay footage it looks like i just want to see more card stuff oh wait here's some like card drawing what is this So you're confirming the selection. So that one's like taunt enemy. That's an attack. The chains. That's after attacks. you open the loot box that you just purchased. Yeah, I wonder where <laughs> this is confirming the selection from. No, maybe it's like they leveled or something, or or beat a mission. Maybe get them from beating missions or something. Maybe that, that looks like a mission reward. It definitely that's exactly what mission rewards look like in in a lot of deck builders. Yeah, like here's your oh right there right reward. there Re reveal Pick new one. abilities. Yeah, select one. Yeah, yeah so it looks like. Maybe you buy them with like a currency or something in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Does 2K have, I mean, is 2K ventured into the like in-game monetization stuff a lot? I'm, I'm trying to think of their past games. Uh, I'm thinking of like Borderlands and stuff. I I mean, doesn't Borderlands have the, well, the gold keys aren't really the same. That's a little different. Um, oh, there's NBA oh, 2K. Uh, oh, NBA, of course. Okay, From the official yeah. Marvel's yeah. Midnight Sun checkmark Twitter account, hey folks, regarding our battle card system, there are no loot boxes in Marvel's Midnight Suns or related microtransactions to get more cards, i.e. gamma coils. We will have purely cosmetic character skins for purchase that do not affect game balance in any way. Cool. Okay. Okay. That's a there you right, go. right way to do that. I'm, I'm glad they, they head that off at the pass. Yeah, right at the start. There you go. Sure. Oh, you pessimistic motherfucker saying yet. Come on, man. <laughs> they can surprise us, right? I'm ready to be surprised. Well, we got 10 months till uh, that comes. I, I Look, think that's you March can't sometime. buy the card packs, okay? That's ridiculous. You use gamma coils for that, okay? Yeah. You can buy the gamma coils, though. I think you got to add one more step in there, Scott. I think you got to add, like, yeah. Look, you have is, to, you have to the... buy Stardust from the Stardust. That's then correct. You can get oh, yeah. <laughs> that's Dude, as, as, the, as someone who spent 60 hours in mobile games in the past week, it's Ooh. crazy how, like, how, mm. like, I've actually had to message my, uh, my mod and be like, hey, is there a way you can spend money on this? And, and then it would be like a breakdown, like a fucking giant <laughs> graph of like, Yes, but you have to start here. There's a way to do that, and then you turn that into that, and then you get a chance at that, and then that turns into that finally. So, yeah, that is there is a way to do that in the game if you want to. But Speaking of mobile games, what you been doing lately, Japers? Uh, I haven't streamed any games, really. The The game oh. that I have streamed is uh, Aliens, which was with you guys. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, but apart from that, I've been playing the uh, the mobile game Marvel Future Revolution, which is a straight-up MMO on the iPad, which is really weird for me to see. Like, it's a full-blown MMO uh, that does have straight-up pay-to-win elements in it. But uh, I'm three... No, I'm 10% from max level, which is level 100 in the game, uh, and I've spent $0. A lot of grind, though, uh, which is... You know what to what you expect from the uh, the mobile game world. So we'll see how that. How many goes. hours do you say you put in? I think around sixty. Let's see. Granted, sixty hours played on a mobile game means that the iPad was open for sixty hours because it plays itself. <laughs> you don't. Oh yeah, sure. You don't actively play it in that regard. Let's see here. Mm. Uh, hold on. I'm. You have to log in. Do do do. I am at. That in settings, where is that at? I'm fumbling with this. See people saying Jack O. I don't know what Jack O is. Like I've seen it. Jack O's a, a guilty gear. There. I goes the new guilty gear. Guilty gear DLC. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What is? I'm at three days played, three hours. So whatever, seventy. Jesus, I'm at seventy-five hours played between the game wow. launched last Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. It's funny you say that because. Let me just go ahead and check and see what I've got in the last last week. Did it say last week? I think. Might have a breakdown. Maybe it doesn't. Well, I I played uh, Hades. Uh, this oh. it's my it's been my off-stream game for a while, but I, I hundred percented it a while ago. As far as achievements go, yeah. There's one thing that I hadn't done yet, and it's the thirty-two heat act uh, finish. I got to use the finish. A run that's tough killing hades with 32 heat and uh i've been trying that for a good 20 hours <laughs> if not more dude, that's it's that's a can you, fucking nightmare dude it's tough can you choose your weapon like what are the parameters yeah, yeah. oh that? yeah oh okay everything's turned Here's, on for 32 heat every every downside so you're you're down you're down a thing at the store every time you're losing an ability every time you go through a, a location well not necessarily and, abilities you choose are off it's pretty much in everything about everything no 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 you can there's there's uh you can pump up certain things that give oh you. everything's like 50 plus oh i'm sorry okay oh yeah yeah yeah. no no 32 heat you can still you still have some options like and there are enough of them where you're like oh fuck, if i turn one of these down turn that up that's worth three heat it becomes like a math problem you're like fuck what can i deal with what kind of nightmare am i prepared to face if I take this other nightmare that I hate off, you know? So, um, 32 Eat is in the reasonably difficult brand, not crazy hard. It's, you're right. And it's, it's, it's a fucking challenge for me. I've, I've been reading a, like this, a uh, forum of this guy's who has beat 32 Heat on, uh, with every aspect of every weapon. Holy and shit. Just That's a lot just of Just looking hands. at his, like, he talks about his builds and stuff like that. Oh, that's right. I did beat that. about it. Yeah. I did beat that with the with the bow, <laughs> which makes it significantly easier. Yeah, we did a thirty-two run heat bow. Uh, that was yeah, and that was very hard. Yeah. Did you? Are you just yeah, playing that because of Hades? Yeah, and the reason thirty-two heat because there's a Game statue. Pass? No, no, oh. I, I I've owned it forever. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I got back into it because uh, because my wife she was like, you should play Hades like every day. She's like, um, what should I play for my offline game? Hades for like a month. Yeah. And I'm like, fine, I'll play it boy 
I have never like like uh, been more uh, like not wrong, but like missed out. Boy, did I miss out on Hades when it was like it's really good game. popular and shit. Fuck, yeah. it's good. Um, but not and the thing is that that separates it from other games that could be similar called similar to it is the, the interactions that you have and the story that you think is going to exhaust itself at some point. And here I am, like, I don't know, 200 hours in, and they're still saying new shit. Like, it's yep. weird. Yeah. You say that, though, but I think I think the real drawing power of the game is the fact that you can put nuts after it, and it works so amazingly well. I think that's something you need to consider. That's true. That's I think point. they should come out with a DLC. Hades nuts. <laughs> I agree. And that's like, it's a crazy, it's a crazy version of the game. Yeah. Hades is nuts. Hades nuts. Should, it should just be Hades, like, holding some pistachios, just like. That's right. <laughs> I, I wonder, like, <clears throat> what, I wonder if they will make DLC for this because of how successful Hades was, or if they've already moved on to the next thing. Their thing is generally moving on. Moving on, so yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be It's going to be very interesting. I really hope we see more Hades. Like that, Same. that, oh man, it, it, did it work? Um, it's one of the only games I've done like back to back playthroughs of beginning to end and loved every minute of it. Um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Good one. There's been a, a whole new wave when that game hit Game Pass of uh, folks playing it for the first time. So it's, it's crazy to see the like uh, Hades craze is back uh, after the game's been out now in at least in playable form for four years or some shit at this point. Like it's been a while. Uh, but only a year, I think, or so since 1.0. So it is. Uh, I think the, cool. the general consensus oh, it's actually, is that now. Oh, go ahead. It's actually coming up, but it's a one year anniversary. It's September 7th. Yeah. Yeah. 17th. 17th. Sorry. 17th. Okay. The, uh, the general, I think, awesome consensus is that now that he's fought up to like the middle, now they need to flip the script and make it so that uh, now Zagreus is fighting all of the Greek gods the pantheons the zeus side and that he's using all the people that ha- or that helped him before like as now enemies like flip it so now yeah. he's getting you know all the people from the underworld to help him make his way up the, the that'd be sick dude there are so many of those gods i want to whoop the ass of oh that'd be so <laughs> oh, i know right it'd be so cool man it'd be so cool and and they could they could put in all new abilities doing that all new items new weapons like they could with the creativity in that company they could just take that light years light years ahead and oh it'd be so good i really hope they stick with it dude if they just move on from hades i feel like that's gonna be such a missed opportunity yeah unless there the next one asked unless the other thing they make is you know on that level right like then if they actually means, do that that would be insane if they, they come out with a game on something else popular yeah. as hades that's completely different than hades like right after like that would be insane uh, yeah you're right oh my lord I, I would not be surprised though right like i i figure i, I think everything they've done They've executed exactly what they wanted to do, uh, and they haven't. They haven't put out like in Hades style games or Hades levels games every release, but they've put out good games almost every single time they put a game out. They've all been quality. Yeah, the word is quality. They're they're definitely they're one of those developers that you can tell is still developing for the passion, not the paycheck. Yeah, um, the paycheck's great, obviously, but they, they there's there's passion in those projects for sure. For oh, yeah. sure, passion, transistor, fire, Hades. All of them, top notch. 
Bastion was still. And, oh my God, their in house voice team. Oh, oof. I think okay. you could say, "Oh my God, they're in house okay. anything." Like I, I yeah, feel like their point. art, their art director, like art just, director, music oh. director, like yeah, voice director, like all of them. They're just super high quality. Yeah, high quality. yeah. Uh, just real quick, if you're out there listening to this super giant for whatever reason, um, one favorite for me, mm. make uh, Hypnos a, a character I can fight. I want to fight him. <laughs> I want to fight him. I want. I thought, him I thought so you hated uh, Dusa more so than, than Hypnos. Do you not want to fight Dusa? No, Dusa, Dusa's just a cutesy anime character. Yeah, that I, I thought you hated I, that I just, more. She just annoys me. Oh, okay. okay I okay. hate <laughs> Hypnos. Oh, you got killed yeah. by the sting, huh? Maybe don't stand there next time, maybe. <laughs> and I just, every time I get out of that pool, I'm like, I'm going to tear your head off, you little <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, boy. Uh, hey, you both. I didn't realize this. You both played Tormented Souls. Have we talked about this before? Ooh, yeah, uh, we haven't talked about it before. I'm actually gonna maybe finish it tonight. Okay, the cozy, not gonna be very cozy, but for the cozy stream, I'm probably gonna die back in. Is it about it, seven hours already? I, I know only the name of this game and the fact that you've both played it, and now I'm looking at it. It looks like a Resident Evil game. Am I anywhere close? Tormented it's Souls very- is an indie homage to Resident Evil and Alone in the Dark. Oh, that's a okay. Is it on the it level is. of scariness of Alone in the Dark? Unsettlingness or unsettlingness? Okay. Yeah, like it is, it is. It is very unsettling what's going on in this abandoned hospital. The the worst part, in my opinion, by far, is the voice acting and direction to the point where it's like it's pretty tough to listen to the characters. Oh, to be no. honest. Um, but on that note, uh, the environments are really cool. Some very cool puzzles. Like there are some actually really interesting, like I haven't seen this in a video game before kind of puzzles, which are, which was pretty fun. Um, a big house to explore. It, it very much doesn't really hold your hand. Like it, it, sometimes a character will be like, yeah, you need to go here next. But other times you just like get an item and you have to remember where you think it might work. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been fun. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird Resident Evil Alone in the Dark style adventure game. Um, heard it last about eight to 10 hours. I'm on hour seven right now and I definitely still have a little more to go. But yeah, it's been it's been enjoyable, it's been fun to play. So just to, I just want to give you like a little uh, example of the dialogue here. I, I've taken a uh, a beverage can out of my garbage. Some people are impossible to please. As soon as they get what they thought they wanted, they always want more. Our team writers and monster girls are no different. They've been dropping some hints lately. It is fucking abominable it's fucking just one note flat it's like they are reading it with like off a script for the like a cold read like it's their first time reading it well is it (laughs) now let me ask you this is it supposed to be evocative of the first resident evil because first resident somebody said that dialogue is fucking abysmal and it's like a classic abysmal right they have emotions I, though. i can't imagine i can't imagine they would want to like no i don't think that's the case okay i don't i don't think it unless someone was actually sitting there going no no no, read that again that was too good like <laughs> i don't think that i don't think that that was the issue at all it sounds like it was just very poor voice direction okay voice actors have fine voices and stuff but they just not only do they not sound like they're talking to each other just like zeke said they, it just sounds like they're reading lines off the page like every so yeah. often there'll be a little twinge of emotion like if a certain line calls for it but there's no cogent connection between the dialogue 
There's almost it's, no inflection. Like it's just it's just like beginning to end almost every time. It's actually kind of like if you if you swapped Resident Evil, it's like the dialogue is fine and it makes sense. It's not like goofy or like whatever like Resident Evil is, but there's no emotion. Oh, okay. Flip it over. Resident Evil, the dialogue is fucking weird, but or at least they give you something yeah. with it. Yeah. I'll never forget. And sometimes, the sometimes, like, yeah, every so often the characters are also just like super dumb. Like you will find out something and then they'll go and talk to somebody else and just be like, I have no idea why that happened. Like it's so strange <laughs> and weird. And it's just like, Dude, look at this priest real quick. You literally just away. told us. Look at that bling bling. Look at that cross. That cross oh, is yeah. like a. <laughs> It's like blinged he's out blinged mind. out, dude. He's got like a flavor of flav cross on. Jeez. Crazy, yeah. Anyway. Like the bigger right. the cross, the, the better edge. the faith. Yeah. What uh what's this game run? It's like twenty bucks. Ugh. Okay. Which considering I'm like seven ish hours in and not done, like if you like adventure horror games like this, I would actually say it's kind of worth it. And like I important said, the, the voice acting oh, go ahead. Important to note. Download demo. Downloadable demo. Yes, there's a demo. There ah. is a demo. Absolutely. Um, but I will say, like, everything besides the voice acting is pretty on point. Like, honestly, if the voice acting and direction was really good, I'd be pretty damn impressed with this game. Um, everything else is cool. Like, I've had a good time with it. The combat's a little janky, but, I mean, it is in Resident Evil 2. Like, I'm not ex I'm not expecting them to, you know, be able to reinvent that wheel in a $20 indie game. Yeah. I also heard, somebody said this in chat, but I'm not entirely sure about this. They said it was made by four people. I can't I can't confirm that, but I do it does feel like the team was small. Um it is by no means like a triple A title. And if someone could confirm that, uh, that that would be great. Uh but yeah, I mean it's fun. And and if you plan on finishing it like I am, it's definitely worth it. Hmm. Uh, I had a dev in the chat while I was playing, and uh I uh I, I, I died. There's no autosave, by the way. Spoiler alert. Oh, <laughs> there's no yeah. autosave yeah. in the game. Resident so Evil, I went sure. a, I went like there I went a, a different direction. Then uh, I guess I was supposed to or whatever, and I was like, okay, let's just see what happens. Cause, you know, I like to explore fail conditions. I like to I like to die in games, see what happens. So uh, I don't know if this time was a skill death or because I did it on purpose. Either one, it doesn't matter. Um, but I died. I'm like, all right, what do they send me back to? And it's like, oh, nowhere. You're done. The game is over. <laughs> you, got, like, yep. you start from the very beginning before, like, cutscenes and all. Jeez. I was like, oh, no autosave. And I was like, you did that on purpose. And they're like, nice. yeah, we did that on purpose. Because uh, you have to find, like, it's like a, a different Resident Evil game where you find a tape. The ribbons or whatever, but, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's how you save. And there's a finite amount of them, I'm guessing. Um, but I didn't find it. So I lost, like, I don't know, 20 minutes of progress, 20 minutes of game. I was like, fuck you too, pal. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> didn't even, but it doesn't tell you that. That's the thing that I was a little stuck in my craw about it's like it doesn't have an autosave but it doesn't tell you that either so back in my day zeke the game didn't tell you shit you just played it you know there's <laughs> back in my game back in my day the game didn't even save yeah. you had to sit down and beat it beginning to end and maybe if your power didn't get out you'd get lucky and pause it and walk away and hope your little brother doesn't break <laughs> with your machine it's true all true statements not wrong. not wrong nowadays all these games just have lit talk and you know you can't can't escape it can't escape it uh anything else you guys want to bring up in terms of what you played here at the end of the show got about 10 minutes left 
We didn't talk uh, about Aliens Fire Team. We all played that. I, I think yeah, was, we, I mean, we yeah, talked we about fine. a lot of it during it. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I think, yeah. I mean, it was, it was fine. It's fine. For a little thing. Yeah. Death Trash Early Access is awesome. I highly recommend Death Trash. Okay. The game is, is just weird and off the wall. You know, a, you know a game that has like four audio options and one of them is a checkbox to mute puking sounds. You know you're onto something special um, at Great. that point. So, yeah, that's that's special. Played some more Fall Guys. There's some really, really cool new maps in Fall Guys. They have, like, this tribal jungle theme going on. Oh, nice. And uh, some some really fun, interesting new levels there. And I think that's about it for me. Oh, and there's a game coming out tomorrow I'm looking forward to. I've heard that. Yeah. I actually watched a handful of trailers. Uh, there's nothing for me between now and next Wednesday because uh, – that's when the Tales of Arise early access starts, but I might jump in. We'll see. It depends on Give how much try. voice acting there is for me. If if it's not, not a lot, yeah, that's where I'm a little bit worried. I I don't want to and avoid the optimist when making a new character. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. I will avoid the optimist if I uh, if I jump in. Yeah, Zeke, anything for you? Uh, we we talked about Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy last time, didn't we? Or did we? No, because I don't think we did. Is that okay? Was that like a? You've played that game, I thought, or have you played? Have you never played Indigo? Pro... Is Indigo Prophecy no. the same game as Fahrenheit Indigo? Is those yes. the same thing? Oh, different, differently named to different regions, but the one played I played that. was on Steam called Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy Remastered. But yeah, they're different names for different stuff or for different uh, regions. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the David Cage Opus. It's a. Would you call it that? It's a his opus. Wonderful game. Uh, it's no, it's great. I I. I, damn it. I enjoyed it. Game. I have never played it. Weird. Uh, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's a fantastic, fucking like. This is the one that starts weird... out in the bathroom. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It starts yeah. out as with a murder in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, and then you unravel the story and you figure out like, oh, okay. That's why. And then you're like, oh, that's the other way. And then you're like, what? That's yeah. why? What? Okay. Okay. Sure. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Good job, Dave. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, you're just along for the ride, basically. It's just, it's kind of like seeing a like a, a car wreck, but with, with clowns inside. It's like, it's, it's like a mess, but it's fucking funny. Um... <laughs> Uh, the thing that really fucking started to great on me was everything was a quick time event, Yep. which I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me all that much, but man, he had a, in this one, he strung one of the fights out because the fights are like all like just a long string of quick time events with very little, and I played on hard mode. So very little break in the middle there. And I had to do a section of it several times many times um and it was a long fucking section so it was just like i don't know six or seven minutes of just straight up doing like matching the matching the controllers like doing simon says with your thumbsticks and um boy it uh it was tedious it looks a little tedious and what we're looking at but very much worth it from a story perspective, all of that stuff. Yeah, I could have turned it down to easy, but I mean, where's the fun in that? It's, it's. I mean, it wasn't. It, it was frustrating, but not impossible. Sure. 
but boy, the the dialogue and the story, the way it unravels, it's very David Cagey. It's very like it's it's like a um, um, Deadly Premonition. It's like a like a, a little Twin Peaksy at times, a little FK in the coffee. But uh, man, it was it's just a good. Oh, and there there are um, very awkward, like graphically, like there's some sex scenes in there that are not. Just they're just strange to watch, and they're fucking they're humorous mm. more than anything else because it's like the the graphics are you know good for the time, but like they're still not quite there. So it's a, it's a lot of like kissing without moving your mouth. You know, it's, it's just like it was a. I mean, it's a pretty old game, so that, that stuff wasn't and that's really like, fully that's animated. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it it's fun to go back. It was fun to go back and see those like. I was like, I'm gonna be tender with you, <laughs> like put, put like a stiff, like non-moving hand on the face. Right. But I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I it's uh it's on Steam remastered nine ninety nine. It was well worth my ten bucks. Better oh, than a movie. Ten bucks, not not bad, not bad for sure. Well, cool. I think we'll uh, call in an episode there and do some uh, some shoutouts. So. Oh. I want to say one last thing about uh, Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy. Sure. That I, the reason why I want to say it because I, oh, I want more games to do this. Throughout the game, you collect these like uh, they're just collectible things, and it says like five points or ten points or whatever, and then you unlock like cool making of shit in the main menu screen. Like it shows like like the voice actors doing their voices, and it shows like the karate like getting or the like the fight scenes getting like choreographed out and shit. Like I want more of those. Those those are great. Please add those to your game. There you go. Anyway, I like it. Zeke, do some shout outs for us. Shout outs, you bet. Thank you very much for watching. My name is Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, or Ezekiel the Third, all spelled out on Instagram and TikTok. I will be broadcasting not tonight, but tomorrow. We'll be back Thursday, 10 a.m. Pacific. Back, Travis touchdown. No more heroes three. We'll be cruising around on Akira's bike and fighting with George Lucas's sword. It's going to be fantastic. I hope you're there. Uh, and that's what we're playing for this foreseeable future. Uh, and then I, I don't I don't know what's coming up next. I think that's that's all I got planned. So thanks for watching this show and all my stuff if you do. Bye. Cool. Cool. Talk to us about a game coming out tomorrow. <laughs> Hi. My name's Co. Tonight we're going to be finishing up for God, or Tormented Souls. And uh, then tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. ET, we are taking a special early look, a few hours early, of Pathfinder Wrath the Righteous. Uh, I've been looking forward to this game for a long time. We're going to be doing a 100% playthrough. It, I don't even know many of the details of the run. We're going to be figuring that out while we play. And again, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. ET. On that note, also, uh, I'm the Optimus voice pack, if you want to use that in the game. And also, our buddy Gearsart actually made us a custom profile picture and art it's on my twitter if you want it and it'll be available tomorrow so if you want a super cool uh asmr slayer profile picture uh, that will be available tomorrow for your own playthroughs and a big thanks to gears art for that so on that note i will see you guys tomorrow morning admet for the beginning of our big adventure in owl cats pathfinder wrath right that's why you said avoid the optimist thing I thought you were saying it was like bad or broken. Or no, well, it is both of those, but it's also me. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So. Appreciate the warning. Appreciate the warning. Absolutely. Uh, we'll be back next week with some more uh, drop frames. So we'll see you guys then. For now, we're out of here.
Have a great rest of your week. Bye-bye.